I am Ben. I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And a cat. Hey, Chester. And um, this week we're going to talk about the disappearance of uh, Malaysian Airways Flight 370. Malaysian Airlines. Uh, was it MH370? MH370. So, but before that, we've got oh, yes, some as um, usual some weird news. News. So I haven't got any news this week. So I'm I'm all ears for you guys. So Mike. Yeah, I've got, we've got some weird news. Put up, put up our professional display. Oh, yeah, I like this. It makes me feel like we're proper. This is my, my favourite piece oh. of the week. Um, <laughs> the Flat Earth Society, who I have an ongoing feud with um, about my shillism. <laughs> shillism. <laughs> and uh, basically, this chap, um, he's called Mad Mike. He doesn't believe in science. Is that on his birth certificate? <laughs> no, that's what he calls himself. Well, should we read the headline? Yeah. <laughs> the headline is, Flat Earther to launch himself in homemade steam rockets Saturday. <laughs> um, it's been postponed, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Mad is... Mike. It's been postponed. Oh, no, why? Technical. The authorities, man. Oh! <laughs> and I bet that's just confirmed to him, hasn't it? Yeah. He's like, see? It's they flat. They won't let him because it's in a built-up area. Uh, he doesn't have permission on the land or something. Oh. And he's got a steam-powered homemade rocket. <laughs> you steam know, steam-powered. <laughs> isn't he wanting to go 40,000 feet in it? Something like that. But you know what the best of this is? He's built a steam-powered rocket. It's mm-hmm. homemade. It's cost him about 20 grand. Right. He doesn't believe in science. How can you build a rocket... Mm. A steam-powered rocket. Oh, no, don't 1,800 believe. feet he wants to launch himself, sorry. Oh, How can he not high. believe in science when he's using science to make the rocket? I say 40,000 feet and freeze me. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm a bit concerned. Like, it shows you that I've really fucked up in life. A man who doesn't believe in science has got £20,000 lying around that he can fucking spend on building a steam yeah. rocket. Fuck me, Mad Mike's not that mad. He's a limo driver, mate. That's, what he, that's not even a... That's I'm like, in the wrong fucking... <laughs> that, but still, you're just a van driver. He's a limo driver. He's higher up the driver scale than you. Yeah, he has to wear a suit to work. Fucking yeah. Tuffy nose. Do you, do all the different types of drivers hate each other? There is. Now, I've got a theory. There's a hierarchy in all things, Ben, and especially in van drivers. Now, you see, I look down my nose at the Tesco van driver with his, with his uniform and his restricted van and his minimum wages. The UPS man... He looks down his nose at me because he's got a much better van than me, brand new and a, and a good uniform, probably better wages. But we all look down our nose at the guy who drives the van that collects the tampon bins. Is there such a man? Yeah. I've never seen a tampon collection oh, van yeah. trotting around. PRS, health services, stuff like that. There's basically their job is you go to a place and you empty the feminine hygiene bins. Here come the tampon. <laughs> 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 not quite the same, Mike. No, not quite the same, 
same. Listen, <laughs> I've seen these vans when they, they open up on the side and there's just like they take a clean bin off and put like a dirty one into a rack. And I've all, we all looked down our nose at him because imagine if he clips a curb and flips his van. Over. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we yeah there is hierarchy and the limo man, even though he's a flat earther, will probably be looking down his nose at me. But so what's his? So he thinks he's gonna go. 1800 feet up or 18 whatever and be able to just look out and see it's, the ice wall I guess or the dome or well I think he, he'll go up how far is he going 1800 feet 1800 feet 800 meters would you be able to see the curvature of the earth from that point 800 feet 550 meters probably not I doubt it doesn't sound that high does it no I mean because think about it when you're in a plane Aren't you at like 10,000 feet? Oh, you can be higher than yeah. that, yeah. Like, I've never seen a curve of the earth in the plane. You can, though, apparently, oh, to a in point. in some places. Yeah. Uh, I've... Are you becoming a flat earther? No! I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, saying that planes... He's not going as high as a plane, is what I'm no. saying. So he expects to be able to see more than... Why isn't this fucker... <laughs> he could have spent £1,000 on, like, a flight to Australia. Instead of building your own shitty little thing that's going to go 500 feet... Go get a fucking plane and look out the window. He probably could have spent twenty grand on getting a flight in something that goes virtually suborbital, you know. <laughs> but it's just couldn't he though? Yeah. You know, like I mean, you you can get plane, you can buy your way under stuff like that. Should we listen to what he has to say? Go on then. I don't believe in science, you said. <laughs> <laughs> I know about it. <laughs> Sorry, we can't we can't leave that one, can we? <laughs> What's he saying? I don't, I don't believe, believe in science. science. <laughs> I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air. Aerodynamics is science! Yeah. Fluid dynamics has got to be science. About the certain size of rocket nozzles. Science? Well, that's not science, that's just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> There's no difference between science and science fiction. Yes! Yes, there is! There's one glaring fucking difference and they're closing the fucking name. Is this Grum. man? Where is this man from? America. I'm not judging. But I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Fucking. What else is he saying? Has he got any other than a rock? A raccoon. What? What He's going to build a raccoon, which is a rocket that launches after being carried aloft by a balloon that could get up to an altitude of 68 miles. Oh, so he is going high up. That this is this, that this is what they want to do. Oh, this is eventually, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 68 miles up on a, in a homemade rocket. Oh, in a balloon. No, launching from a yeah. balloon. No, launching from a rocket. But they tried that. I properly tried stuff like that back in the day and where they would like drop yeah. a, a, a rocket-powered thing off uh, from the bottom of a bomb. Oh, you're right, yeah. And it, a lot of the time didn't work. No. And then, and you know, there's a balloon up there with you. It's so is he? It's gonna be a big ass balloon as well, isn't it? Is he gonna take a camera with him then to take photos of? He's hopefully he's gonna be able to see the ice wall. Well, if it works, he's gonna be going how many miles an hour? A fair few. What did is he, he say? gonna? Five hundred. Yeah, five hundred miles per hour. Is he so gonna be able to see much over there? Five hundred miles an hour. Because <laughs> surely he's gonna be screaming and shitting himself. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's gonna be having every single. Bodily fluid motion <laughs> happening to him at the same time, and, after, and his face is He's just trying to be... prevent his skin from coming off. Yeah. That's his main concern. <laughs> Especially when one of them steam pipes blows. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we could all just hope that 
this thing goes like the bloody challenger and he just fucking explodes. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is though, he's had, he's had donations yeah. oh, towards no. this from people. No. And I bet those same people wouldn't donate to like the Red Cross or something like that, you know. You've wasted your money, you fools. He's oh, just going to die. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to fucking die, yeah. He really is. He won't go through <laughs> with it. He's just tension seeking. Well, he doesn't believe in science, so I don't, I don't have confidence in his ability to make a fucking rocket work. Because, as the saying goes, it's not rocket science. The intonation is that rocket science is quite fucking difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the guy who invented jet fuel blow himself up by somebody quite important? I should know this. A no very way. prominent scientist uh, was mucking about in his garage and blew himself up. That's how he died. But he was an expert in bloody explosives and he blew himself oh, up. Oh, I, I don't know who uh, it is, but I've heard the story. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket science. It's not brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That's the um, Mission and Web show. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, okay. Well, I've got a nice segue into the next piece of news. Okie dokie. Flat Earth. Ex-England cricketer and Ashes hero Freddie Flintoff is convinced the earth is flat. Oh, oh fucking hell. fuck's sake. And I used to like Freddie Flintoff, you know? He's he, a he was like a proper, he's a proper sports when he gets pissed all the time. Yeah. But, mm, hang on, he did do that boxing match, didn't he? Which he won, in all fairness to him. It may have been a bit of reality TV show mm. thing, but he won the match. No. Maybe he just got hit in the head really hard and now believes in the flat earth. He told the son, if you're in a helicopter and you hover, why does the earth not come to you if it's round? Oh, my sweet bananas of Christ. Why, <laughs> if we're hurtling through space, why would water stay still? Why is it not wobbling? Also, if you fire a laser about 16 miles, if the world was curved, you shouldn't be able to see it, but you can. You'd stick to hitting little red balls with a fucking strip of wood, Freddy, and leave the, the big thinking to the, to the fucking... People get paid for it. Yeah. yeah, for fuck's sake, go and have a lager and stop. Don't worry yourself about it, man. Yeah. Even I, I'm not a scientist. Gravity. I've just answered all these questions, yeah. haven't I? Gravity. Well, the flat earthers don't believe in gravity. Oh, they will. If I throw them off, I've said this before I? <laughs> on the flat earth episode, Mr. Flat Earther, if I launch you from the 10th story window, you are very quickly going to start believing in gravity as you become a pizza spread out across the concrete. How can you not believe in gravity? They think that the downforce is caused by the Earth hurtling <coughs> through space upwards, and that's where we get downforce. Ah, uh, see. <laughs> However... Downforce. Downforce <laughs> just caused my lighter to hit the floor of Mike's flat. I was wrong all this time. <laughs> downforce. And every Newton's a shill! <laughs> and, and, of course, every single photo of the Earth taken from space is also bullshit. Yeah. But by that argument... Your mobile phone working is bullshit because they don't mm. believe in space travel. I use so GPS. Therefore, there is no satellites in space. So I use all... GPS for literally all day, every day. But Mr. Flintoff, because I'm not really into cricket. Uh, no, neither am I. I think oh. it should be abolished. Is he a good cricketer? He's he a famous. Was, he was, he was, was a good cricketer. Yeah, yeah. From what I, from what I gather, wasn't he? What they call all rounder. Does that mean he's good at everything? Yeah, he can bat and he can bowl and oh, he can okay. catch, presumably. Important part of cricket. And he was good at drinking lager and going to Downing Street he whilst drunk. Get he did, a pedalo. He did yeah. get rescued from a pedalo while he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come on, Freddie. Do you think some of these celebrities, if they genuinely believe it, then God help us. But I think some of them is just keeping your name in the... However, he might be taking the piss, because he's a bit of a joker, isn't he? Yeah. He is a bit of a well, joker. He sounds pretty ser serious. He's yeah. talking to a... 
the sun about it anyway. Oh, well, oh. That, that fountain of journalism. However, he doesn't believe it's totally flat. He claims it's shaped like a turnip. Wouldn't that just be round? <laughs> the turnip's got flat, flat bottom and top, haven't they? Yeah, but still. And a bulge at the middle. Which is what the Earth is actually pretty much like. The Earth is like so wobbly. It isn't flat, it is still curved at the top a little bit. He thinks it's dead flat. It's a sphere, isn't it? Dead flat at the bottom. Ready. I think this is a piss take then if he said turnip. The middle is the North Pole, around the outside is the South Pole, which is like a big wall of ice. This is why all governments now have bases on the South Pole. Oh, oh no, he's not taking the piss, he's gone for the he's gone for the North Pole. He's gone full, Alex. He's gone full, he's. Oh, I've never thought I'd say this, but famous cricketer, that headline should say famous uh, former England cricketer Freddie Flintoff has gone full Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got another piece of news that goes back to one of our old... Um, oh! Dad captures chilling clip of ghost of monk of Pontefract peering at him through a museum window. The black monk of Pontefract. What did I say? You just said monk of Pontefract. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry, yeah. it is the black monk, yes. So he's captured a chip. Can we can we see this clip? We can't. All right, let's, let's have a look. We're, we're watching the clip. There's well, a there's a, a still. A still. Can you see it? I'm looking. I he's see. Picture in front of an old pub. Okay. Uh, and in the window peering is apparently the black monk of Pontefract. There's there's there. like there is something there, but it looks like a shadow. It, yeah. I would not look at that and think ghost. Well, because it, it, it looks like such an old pub, it looks like there's like a shitload of wooden stuff. Like, that's the top of the uh, fucking bar. <laughs> Look how high the bar goes up. Oh, that's, yeah. like, that's, the, that's the bloody spirit shelf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's peering out over the, the top, isn't it? Well, I claim... I can see... I can... Yeah, I'm not... Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Paradolia. Paradolia, bullshit. If listeners want to go and look that article up in the Daily Mirror, they're welcome to look for themselves. Well, the thing is, that's not even something, it's it's so like indistinct, it's not yeah. even something I'd ever probably notice. No, me neither. Unless it was pointed out to me by a big, big red ring. Is it the same shape on the other side? Look, I can see a skeleton's face. And yeah, I can see some skulls hanging yeah. up actually on that one side of the bar. Yeah. A necklace of skulls. Sounds like my kind of pub. It's actually, yeah, I would like <laughs> yeah, Haunt ghostly black monks and skulls and on the bar. They'll Sounds probably like have Trooper on tap, won't yeah. they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> The jukebox will just be the Iron Maiden. This discography will be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Statue of Lemmy in the middle. Yeah, awesome. We yeah. all pray too as we mosh. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Well, I didn't believe in ghosts anyway, so I don't know why this yeah. photograph was going to be. But it was in the news me. the other day, so I thought, well, it, it's something we've coloured. Yeah, well, we have coloured. C- coloured. I didn't colour in black, the black monkey was. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> They wouldn't have had much many black monks back then, would they? I think it's just the fact that he's wearing a black robe oh, yeah. rather than his race. So he's not <laughs> a reggae. Sounds like monk. black monk of Pontypridd. Yeah, it's because he's wearing black. It's a bit non-PC to call him yeah. that, though, isn't it? <laughs> it I is, mean, yeah. if we had a black vicar well, of Telford, we wouldn't <laughs> call him the black vicar of Telford, would we? Some people might. Well, I'd probably call him worse, but not us. <laughs> going back to another piece of news. Okay. About old Vrillian. Ah, Vrillian. The Palladians. I, I read this article that you sent me, Mike, and I, I did find it a bit of a struggle because it seemed like a lot of words that meant different things. Lot, it seemed like a lot of words that didn't Not really mean anything meaning. in the context they were being used in. And the chap does look a bit like a... Is that meant to be? Who is that meant to be? I can't remember. That is James Gilliland, and that is the guy who, who is... Uh... He looks a bit like a druid. 
basically tweeted. He look, that's a very kind Ben. He looks like a dirty fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be more PC. <laughs> basically, he tweeted, heads up, all the councils agree, Pleiadians are now in charge of the awakening, healing, and liberation of Earth. But who are the councils? Who's he? The Council of Light, which is at Virilian's on. Yeah, but hang on, well, he doesn't know. Alright, so all, all the councils agree. Well, how come he knows that? Is he is he one of these people who's getting automated messages through to him? I assume it is, yeah. I've just seen the word hyperdrive, Mike. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Heads up, all the councils agree. Pleiadians are now in charge of the awakening, healing, and liberation of Earth. Gloves are off. Universal law will be the law of the land. The days of tyranny are over. The cleanup will go into hyperdrive. Now, November the 19th, 2017, it was finalised. Cleanup will go into hyperdrive. Well, that's great. But, um, but was a really boy all about the peace and the love? He was, now the gloves are off. Yeah, gloves are off, to me, suggests like, they're up for it now. Yeah, that's and as a bit. citizen citizen of the Earth, and yeah. this is being my planet, I'm not going to let these Pelagians stroll in here. <laughs> no. And improve my... And improve my spiritual growth. <laughs> 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 without me wanting to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you You're are kidding, kidding Mr. Brilliant? <laughs> <laughs> We will not be fucking enlightened. I bet your fucking bully boy don't like it up him, does he? (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Hey! Oh, we went full British. (laughs) 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 That was from Dad's army. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know. So basically, look, he turned up in the 60s, had a bit of a whine about nuclear weapons, it's taken him 40 years. Need fifty years to get this in front of all yeah, the councils. Yeah, the gloves are off. They're never gloves off. Speed up your fucking bureaucracy for one, mate. And secondly, where have you been? Well, s- stop it's- wanking and put your gloves back on. <laughs> <laughs> stop having a space wank. <laughs> the nukes are still here, really. It's no good. You're talking to us like we could do something about it. Yeah, and why are you podcasters? Talk- and why are you talking to James Gillian, who looks like a, he looks like in- I'm going to quote Gaz, a stinky, smelly hippie, right? <laughs> I mean, he does look like a bloke I'd buy drugs off at a festival. I'll yeah, that. he looks like a bloke who would have a stall at a festival selling handmade satchels. Yeah, and selling you weed at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, why, why, is he getting, why is he privy to this information? Oh. And what, You'll have to take it up with James Gilliland, won't you? Well, I want to know why he's privy to this information, and I don't know. I'll tell you what, why don't we why don't Theresa contact May isn't. Him? I don't contact know. him on Twitter, we'll try and get an interview with I him. I would love that. I would love that. Do you think I'm going to make it through an interview with him? <laughs> That's why I would love it. it would, I think we'd get five minutes of audio from it. So, so um, what's his name? James. So, James, um, how do you communicate with the inter, uh, intergalactic beings? Uh, he gets like two or three words out and Ben's like, bollocks! <laughs> <laughs> You're in the reggae bin. <laughs> Get in the reggae bin, James. That's that's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's my thing on this. Oh, really? <laughs> no, you know the rules. That's not the reggae oh, riff. Really? No, no. I already feel sick. If you want to strum, if you want to play reggae, you've got to get into some interdimensional gloop and play in another dimension. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule. Oh. You want to you want to play reggae? You strap yourself in the matrix and go and do it in there. <laughs> But the thing is, I could just I could just write a Facebook status that now that says I've been talking to the council, 
Exactly. What's the difference? I can tweet out I've been talking to the Galactic Council of fucking Palladians. I think James Gillian's had one too many LSD trips. And yeah, it's just he's attention seeking. Just he's a hippie doesn't mean he knows anything. I mean, he looks quite wise with the long silver hair. That doesn't mean don't any... don't let that fool yeah, exactly. you, man. It doesn't mean he has any knowledge. He's still an attention-seeking weirdo. He looks a bit like he looks like, like a predator. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> I'm sorry because he is a real person, isn't he? Allegedly, yes. James. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely buy his weed. Oh yeah. He looks like he knows yeah. a good joint. Yeah. But I, morals don't come into it when purchasing marijuana. To be perfectly honest, I'd buy from a serial killer if that was the only option. Yeah. Or worse, probably <laughs> I mean, have. I'd buy from Hitler <laughs> if I had to. This is one to ten bag. This is a nice deal on this twenty bag. Sorry. Uh, we, we got any more? Yeah, one more. One, one more. more new story. Save my ink forever allows families to keep tattooed skin of loved ones after death. Oh my god, I'm so, gonna puke in my uh, mouth. Does that, that does that mean that you're literally? <laughs> Skinning someone's tattoo and putting it in a frame and hanging it on your wall. Oh, that's exactly it. God! Wow. That is the most surreal. It's like a fucking Saw movie. That's that Ed Gein shit. Yes! What are you Future episode, a maybe. Lamp that is, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got all my mates' tattoos. I've that killed all my mates, took their tattoos, I've got a bowl to my sofa oh, with them. That, <laughs> that is really. I find that horrific. I, I can't even see. I. No. There's no. I'm not even gonna. No. I think that is. Would you have your, any of your tattoos framed if certainly happened to? Would you say, well, you know what, I quite like that one. I would not want any of my loved ones to keep any part of my body <laughs> after death. I really think it should stay in one piece. I'm hoping I'm. Be- I'm hoping I'm buried in one piece because unless something really bad happens, you should be buried in one piece. <laughs> true. There shouldn't be bits missing unless something really fucked up happens. Also true. So I would like my skin to still be on. I think. And who the fuck would... Oh, this is really upset me, Mike. <laughs> you know what? But wouldn't it be cool if someone you hate, right? Before mm. death, you got a tattoo. Mm. That basically, like, a little bit of a block of text. Mm. Maybe a middle finger. Telling them what a complete and utter prick they are. Yeah. And get it sent to them. And then get it sent to them after your death. <laughs> so you don't even... Literally, you've got like a week to live. Okay, great. Do the tattoo, you know. Get it on there, right? Peel it off after my death. Send it to him. <laughs> Could you put that into your will that, like, when I die, I want you to remove my penis and <laughs> mail it to this company? <laughs> oh, to this what, what company are you sending your your, uh, your the, embalmed penis to, guys? The one I work for. <laughs> <laughs> As one sort of last, you know. Yeah, here's my what dick in a gold butt. chain so they around <laughs> her neck. <laughs> the receptionist. <laughs> oh, I don't half miss him. <laughs> he, I was close he, to me all. <laughs> he was such a good driver. <laughs> oh, she'd have uh, a, a cock necklace. A cock necklace. And they can still enjoy you after you've gone. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd rather just have a plaster cast made of my dick. <laughs> and like I said, someone's a dildo. It's not quite the same thing, though. <coughs> it's not as personal as your own. <coughs> <laughs> just I love you, like, sending your own, embalming your own penis. And sending what am I talking about? <laughs> Cutting your cock off. That's Mike's thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mike's perversion, don't uh, mind. That's it. When I go to the desert. He was turned down by that Russian cannibal chap. <laughs> <laughs> You're too extreme for the Russian cannibal. Right? Yeah, he said it wasn't even a snack. So <laughs> I already have appetizers in the fridge. Uh, can I um 
I call it a piss break before we get into the meat and bones of our today's you topic? certainly can. It's better than pissing yourself. <laughs> but it does give me a warm feeling. <laughs> uh, unlike reggae. <laughs> and we're back from pissing. Well, I'm back from pissing. And beer resupply, which is important. Um, and let's talk about MH370, Malaysian's Flight 370, Kuala Lumpur to Beijing. Uh-huh. And uh, there were the 60 flights a day, or something like that, or a week. Is it really? It, um, it was a popular. Yeah, a popular. Well, I've, I've lost the ability to speak. Uh, a popular route. I'd imagine so. Yeah. And what uh, what model plane was it? It was a Boeing seven seven seven. It was departing on the eighth of March, twenty fourteen. Mm. Departing at the twelve forty one local time with two hundred twenty seven passengers and twelve crew on board. Yeah. It, the airline loses contact with the plane. Still, we'd be one to two hours of flight. Yeah. Into into so sometime between the first and second hours of flight, the airline lost contact. Yeah. I don't know why no one can give an actual time for that. Why did you lose contact? You said lost contact. Well, the transponder but, stopped. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Why was it here, transponder? Well, from what I was watching online, transponder is something that would need to be switched off. Like it wouldn't just switch itself off could it break battery that's i suppose a possibility but i saw some a pilot saying online that to him it suggests it was switched off by a pilot or co-pilot so yes but it's stuck and the transponder is for anybody uh, i've only just learned this as well so i'm no experto but uh, the transponder is basically the blip that is being sent back to radar it's how they're tracking the plane and each plane has a a, certain identification code they call it a handshake? Or have I got it is, correct, yeah. So, yeah, it stopped after about two hours. It stopped. And a search and rescue was initiated. Well, basically, it turned around, didn't it? Before they well, we'll get to it, that. All right. We'll get to that. So, let's do the timeline events, and then we'll go on to actually what... Okay, so it's been in the air for an hour. The transponder's turned off. Yep, search and rescue was initiated. Instantly, as soon as it turns off. It's, they lose contact with the plane, I suppose. They have to. It's meant to be okay. over water. So, yeah, yeah. they were... Uh, military radar, there's the Royal Malaysian Air Force, determines a plane across the Malay pen- Peninsula. There's a lot of thing about this, isn't there? There is. The radar thing and the, and the whole Malaysian government are that's terrible. Okay. Well, that's one of my... We'll get into it at the end, but one of yeah. my theories is that the Malaysian government are really fucking around. Yeah. When it, we don't know everything, I don't think, there's, at all. There's other countries like Vietnam, Cambodia, mm. Laos... They don't want other countries yes. to know the extent of their radar. It's very true. Yeah. It's very that makes true. Because they could feasibly know, they definitely could, but there's so many countries involved and it's so sort of, um, what's the word, international, you know, politics. Sensitive. It's sensitive, yeah. That they, 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 You don't want to lay all your cards on the table, basically, no. and give away where all your radar stations are. So there could be a lot more information out there that we, we just are not going to know as the public. Especially in the terms of, um, is it um, Cambodia, which is have the longest running civil war going? Bloody hell. Um, well, I'm not sure until recently, Tamil Tigers and all that. Is that Cambodia? Mm. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Uh, well, either way, there's, yeah. d- where did Top Gear go? And then, oh, oh, that was Pop Burma. Was Burma. Pol Pot was Yeah, it, it was, but it was Burma. And they, they have had the longest running civil war. I think it's been going yeah. since the 50s. Jesus. And, um, the, uh, it's also this golden triangle sort of area. Mm. So if you've got a fight in a civil war, you don't want people to know where your radar is, basically, yeah. do you? Um, 
and it, it's if you're looking at the map to where this you know where they've sort of lost contact with the plane um it's a huge expanse oh god ocean. yeah it's yeah. giant well, and we the earth is 70 percent water that's it yeah i, I imagine it's deep <laughs> oh yes well yeah we the mariana trench isn't it it's the deepest, it's the deepest yeah and the bloke who made the terminator films has been there yes yeah weird isn't it and he's at, actually he, pop, he pops up in this story does he he offered to help with his machine that he went into said trench with. Ah, yes, 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 you're right, uh, he did, yes, I am reading that, he yeah. He offered to help with uh, searching. Um, weird thing is on the plane, two people were listed as being on board, were not in fact passengers. Mm. There's an Italian and an Austrian passport had been stolen, so two people weren't supposed to be there. Yes, but... That may or may not be apparent as they were mm. considered to be Iranian immigrants trying to get to Germany. Yes. That was the, where their end ticket was. And apparently there's quite a bit of... Um, one of them, uh, I was reading an interview with a guy who, these two Iranians stayed with this chap um, before they left. And I was reading an interview with him and he was saying, no, I overheard them talking about their new life um, a lot. And one of the mothers of these guys who are now dead because they're on the plane, one of their mothers rings him to ask, how was my son? She likes to hear how he was before, you know, so I think, there's a fair, I think, yeah, there's a fair bit of, because my first thought was, oh man, that's, it has to be them too. Terrorism, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Or, but, try, oh, it's um, migrant terrorism, it's yeah. trying to hijack a plane to get to the place you want to go, yeah. and then going, oh, I'm here now. No terrorist organisation has ever admitted to it. No, yeah, which I, they do like to do. brag about these things. Yeah, they do usually. So, yeah, I, I think those two are clear. So let's move on to the next mm. day, the 9th of March, so 40 so what year this is, I don't know if you mentioned it yet. Oh, it's um, 2014. And, and at this time, now there's obviously a lot of relatives and loved ones at the airport yeah. uh, in Beijing, where the plane should be, with no answers, no, no nothing, no, not a sausage from anybody. So nope. they're obviously not in a very good And this state. is one of the few times you'll see Chinese civilians mm. argue against the, the authority. The authority, which was, yeah, it's not the done thing. It was quite a big thing, because, <laughs> mm. I mean, they... Well, we'll get to it. It's after a couple of days, I think. I actually some, saw some Malaysia. You mean not no China? China. Oh, China. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, it was most of the people on the plane were Chinese because if you think it was going back to China, it was mm, coming yeah. from. Um, I'm gonna. I'm shame. Malaysia. Kuala Lumpur. Uh, Kuala Lumpur. It was going from there, but it was going back to Beijing. And I actually saw somebody launch a water bottle at the head of a. Yes, they a did. Fish yeah. Well, yeah. Which is understandable. I mean, and shout liar. They yeah. were shouting liar at him. If somebody I loved. The plane went down and there was absolutely no, they couldn't tell me anything. They were just it's, not, it is, it's vanished. God, I would be. I think launching a water bottle is the least of their. But it's like you said though, they are very res, as, well, as far as to our knowledge, quite a reserved. Oh well, they don't question uh, what's yeah. happening. Do they in charge the Chinese? It's, it's just not a done thing. Actually, I read uh, I read an article the night about the Chinese government. They are considering a scheme. Um, basically, what behaviour you do. I sent the link to you, didn't I? I don't know if you read it. <clears throat> Mike, um, where if so, what you look at on the internet, they can monitor that mm. and give you points, and those points depend on what you do in life. 
So if you're spending your time on the internet looking at porn, mm. they won't give you points. It means you might miss out on promotion, you might miss out on loans, right. a mortgage, car finance. Oh because you're a bad person. Eventually food. Eventually food, Isn't probably. that like moral engineering? Yep. Social engineering, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, I'm, I'm going to enforce your moral Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we have to understand the Chinese come from a different position than we do in the West. Mm. We're very individualistic. Yeah. The Chinese is all about for the mm. state, for the, you know... But you meant sacrifice for the greater good. That is exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that is yeah. the greater philosophy. good. <laughs> so everything's built around that philosophy. Yeah, but there must be like some rich kids who uh, don't need these points and oh, are just wanking away yeah. with glee. Yeah. <laughs> well, the part that I would imagine that the highest party members wouldn't have that point system yeah. in place for them and their families. Yeah. Because the Chinese mm. are communist only in how they keep their people down and the way they govern things. Everything else is pretty much capitalist. capitalist. Yeah. They make fucking great action films. They do. <laughs> and very cheap plastic goods. Yes. <laughs> very, very, very cheap plastic <laughs> Awful goods. Awful yeah. quality goods. I bought goods. An, an LED lamp from them. Do you that, that, that looked like Optimus Prime's dildo. <laughs> it was terrible. It, like, it looked like a transformer. I never dildo. want to hear the words <laughs> Optimus Prime's Dildo, ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like £4 off eBay. And then I thought, oh, that's the like cheapest lamp out there. I'll get out yeah. a lamp. Fuck me. I had individual LED lights, yeah. It came, when it came, only half worked to begin with. And then over time, they just all sort of went out. You look, it didn't set fire and burn your <laughs> I flat down. I, I, I sent an email saying, I want a refund, this is terrible. And she was like, oh, no, I can't give you a refund. I'll lose my job and stuff like this. Oh, like, for yeah. fuck's sake. And in the end, she offered me like £1.20. Your phone's just lit up, you're not on airplane yeah, mode. Yeah. But That's it, a beer. It didn't make a sound though, so technically. I don't know what the rules are, you see. This is on airplane mode. We your... know the rules. 17 episodes in now. He owes you a can of Coke. You should know the airplane mode. You well, know the rules. Should have reminded me. No, no one, you don't get reminded. This is why the, the beer next yeah. week, you owe me a oh, beer. Man. Speaking of Optimus Prime. I'm the only one not to drop a beer yet, Optimus. <laughs> Do you? Alright. Um, I was reading a, a really good Transformers comic book called um, Primacy. Uh, there was a quite a heavy political, ideological discussion going on between characters. And, and I, at four pages of this, I realised they fucking fooled me into reading a politics comic <laughs> just because it's fucking robots saying it. This is, I'm reading a fucking political debate, like, nobody's punched anybody in the face for like four pages, so I will read political comics if it's about robots, obviously. And the final thing on Transformers, <laughs> my new lady friend, um, Optimus Prime's my favourite robot, Robocop's my favourite cyborg, Optimus Prime's my favourite robot, I'm one of my favourite fictional characters. Her daughter quite likes Optimus Prime as well, so she's been forced to watch a lot of the movies and things, and... I was talking about Optimus, and she's like, yeah, he's all right. Bit self-righteous. How <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at Cass's face. <laughs> the, look of, the look of, like, you don't, you don't. It's, it's my new lady friend, so I can't want to discuss him. At the same time, I'm looking at you with utter outrage behind the eyes. <laughs> A bit self-righteous. It's fucking out. His catchphrase is, freedom is the right of all sentient beings. It's not self-righteous. It's dangerously close to fucking hippie talk, if anything. <laughs> if anything, it sounds a bit like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he does die and come back to life yeah, quite yeah. often. Yeah, but that's for the best. 
Yeah, God, they've milked that in every form of trans... Since that movie, in every fucking iteration of the comic book, you know it's... Oh, they fucking killed him again. And you're like, stop fucking with me, because I know he's coming back. And they always bring him back. And I always well, I'd imagine he's one of the most popular toys. To this day, yeah. But, it, wow, that was a tangent. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just continue that tangent good. further. <laughs> right. I, I had a few minutes to kill up town, so I, I, I went... Mm. Sometimes I go in the entertainer and look at Nerf guns, because I quite oh, like Nerf awesome. guns. <laughs> I, I consider purchasing, like, a really cool one. So occasionally yeah. I just pop in there. And I... Don't forget, you know, I turned around, and there were some wrestling action figures. Oh. Right? Do you know what I saw? Our generation... The, yeah. an action figure the one two three kid no oh awesome it was in the entertainment I was like the one two three kid <laughs> he beat Razor Ramon yes and, 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 and they had a Razor Ramon one in there as well oh awesome and it was like the one two fuck off <laughs> hey, fuck off here's a very interesting um, fact he did go on to be a half decent wrestler yeah, he, he changed his name and he's, bulked up a bit he was a skinny little runt wasn't yeah, he yeah he's yeah. very talented Razor Ramon, the guy who plays him, I still like Razor got, uh, Scott Hall. He awesome. In real life, he's killed a man in real life. Yeah, I know he's an alcoholic as well. Uh, but not murder. He didn't murder a man. He was, before he was famous, he was a uh, a bouncer at a bar, and a guy pulled a gun on him, and they struggled and went to the ground, and the gun went out, and he um, shot the guy in the head. Cheers, dude. Which is one of the major contributing factors to his lifelong alcoholism and ah. destructive. He's lived with the guilt of it. But I think it's awesome that he managed to get uber famous. But it's just weird to think that... Um, it's one of the things I love about wrestling, that the sleaziness of it that we were so unaware of as children. Oh, yeah. So we're little kids going, Yay, Razor Ramon! And in his head, his flashbacks of when he was in a car parking lot blowing a guy's fucking head up. Yeah. And I've got Bret Hart's autobiography. One of my favourite matches ever. Remember when they did SummerSlam at Wembley? Yeah. Right? He fought British Bulldog. What a match. Great. Yeah. You read Brett's autobiography. The British Bulldog had been on a crack cocaine binge. No. For two days previous to that match and was so bewildered. At the start of the match, he looks up to Brett, and this is all in his autobiography, and says, uh, I can't remember a fucking thing, Brett. I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked, Brett. And Brett, I love that Brett spells fucked, fucked, like F double O. How we <laughs> would have talked. So there we are as kids going, yay! Is and the bulldog is. Yeah, he's from Leeds. Yeah. And I, thought, I love this clip <laughs> from that thing in Wembley. I'm the British bulldog and we're here in my hometown, <laughs> London. <laughs> It sounds like you should be in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the British Bulldog was on crack. All your oh, heroes, right. all your eighties wrestling heroes, were drug-addled fucking maniacs. They yeah. were fucking insane, which is why most of them are dead. On that same day, <laughs> have you ever seen the Jeff Hardy Sting match in TNA? Oh God, and Jeff Hardy was off his drunk. face on drugs. Oh yeah, he's and fucked. Sting was meant to take on defend the title. Hardy was meant to win it, and the match literally lasted forty-five seconds because Hardy yeah. was so out of it. Sting just rolled him up, pinned him one, two, three. Water and Sting turned around to the crowd and said, "What do you want?" <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> and he was like, "It's not my fault, or something like that." And he was just because he was so bad. But anyway, we're, we're diverging. Yeah, so if, if Hulk Hogan was on this plane, it wouldn't be lost. Is all yeah. I'm saying because he would have flown it <laughs> back or carried um, it. On the 9th of March as well, so forty aircraft from more than twenty-four ships from several nations start the search. I always find it quite 
we are the one things we do we all internationally cooperate on without question is, mm. is search and rescue which is nice in a way mm. I was you thinking know? do you think this happens with planes because it's very important to know why they go down it's also and everyone's got an interest politically in expedient because if you've uh, got a, na a national on that plane you can't be seen to not uh, be doing anything yeah, that's very true yeah um, I'm pretty sure we sent some some high tech so, so, some stuff that we used to look for for missing submarines mm. to them. We did actually, we sent but, something, I can't remember what the ship was called, it's like, if a submarine gets lost, this is the stuff we send to look for it. Again, the Malaysian bloody government, I did see one news report of, there were days when all these high-tech search planes were just sat on runways doing nothing. I saw the footage, because of just bureaucracy, just not, you know, they hadn't been told where to go, or what to do. So really? Mike, Mike's well, being savaged wow. by a cat. Um, yeah, I saw it. The planes all just sat there, and that's apparently down to the Malaysian. Because um, imagine it must be quite. Because China's quite an advanced, well, quite an advanced, extremely advanced country, having to deal with Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. Over okay. this, you know. And you're gonna wonder how efficient being, they are. I mean, we see that. Mm. I mean, the general of the on the 9th of March, the the chief general of the Royal Malaysian Air Force announces there's a possibility the plane turned around. Right, nothing's been made official, but he's coming out and saying that, and at that point, yeah. that gives like false hope to anyone who's yeah, because yeah. it's been hijacked. It must have been hijacked. Yeah, and they mentioned it landing somewhere as well, didn't yeah. they? They, yeah. they were basically mentioning the rumors. I mean, the one thing you shouldn't have been doing for the sake of that family is repeating rumors, rumors yeah, as the as well, the government. Do you know what I mean? And we say that we go back to the, the, the Royal Malaysian Air Force determines a plane across the Malay Peninsula. Well, did they? I mean, mm. who knows what they're... I don't know what the Royal... The Royal Malaysian, are they any good? What are they doing? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen... You know, they're probably not very ranked amongst the most professional air force in the world, are they? They're not... No. I mean, how good are their radar operators? Maybe not very good. Maybe they're tracking mm. something else. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe it was a UFO. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, do wormholes and black holes appear on radar? Oh, let's, let's not get into that today. Uh, it's, a, it's a fair <laughs> question. Continuing the 9th of March. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from Moving that on, on from that fucking bollocks. <laughs> yeah, it's that um, Staff at Inmarsat, who I had to go and look up, are a British satellite communications company. So you would argue that we at least know what we're doing when it comes to this kind of thing. Of course we know what we're bloody doing. No, I mean, uh, in terms of technological knowledge, yeah. we're pretty quite good at this. Yeah. Of course we are. Um, we invented the thing. We invented everything. We bloody invented it, didn't we? We bloody invented it, Yes, did you hear that? Bit, bit more impressive than a bloody hot dog. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners. Happy Survivor Belated, series. happy belated. Because <laughs> it'll be going after Thanksgiving. Bloody Christmas time. Happy yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever public holiday is closest to the time you're listening. Black, Black Friday. Yes, stick it up your ass. But what I love though is because I don't think anyone really gave that much of a fuck about it over here. I don't. There's a great clip, isn't there? You got the American yeah. one. Everyone's pouring through, and scrambling over, and trying to wrench things out of people's arms. And you got the English one. It just opens up, and one guy just walks in, <laughs> dead calm. Another guy kind of walks in and looks around and turns out again. That was it. One person. Home. And even if there was loads of people, they'd be going, "Sorry, sorry, after you. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it's so Sorry, sorry, sorry. I trod on your foot. Sorry, sorry." <laughs> anyway, in Mossad, using okay. uh, superior technological skills, we presume. Yes. Um, they found the aircraft continued flying for several hours after it lost contact with air traffic control. They did. Right, so they are, at least they're coming and saying, well, mm. 
Look, it did carry on going. It didn't just crash. But what I found so alarming. What I found alarming about the I saw a diagram of the position of the satellite, and it knows that it kept getting pings for that time, but it's basically saying it could have gone, yeah, north or south. It could have. It went for x amount of hours, but it either went that way, north direction, yeah. or it went south direction, which gives you a fucking potential area that is so huge and vast and. Oh god, yeah, the Indian Ocean wet. is is absolutely huge. That was And there's probably giant octopuses and all oh, sorts Kraken. of things that we've yeah, yeah. This plane could octopi. have been eaten by an octopi. But maybe if it flew low enough. <laughs> there's yeah. a movie about that. It's one of them sci-fi channel things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen a shark eat an airplane, you know, in one of those movies. Really? That's good time on the shark. Yeah. Mega shark versus mecha shark. You've uh, that my, my movie's on mecha shark. Yeah, yeah, Mecha Shark, but it goes evil, turns rogue, and it like you sort of drive it like a tank or go in the sea. If they had more than twenty pounds, for a, a budget, shark as a tank. Oh, it was great. If they had more than like I'm guessing about twenty pound budget, this film could have been fucking ace. I'm picturing like a massive robot shark. Yeah, with, like some little caterpillar treads on yeah, the bottom. That's of it. Exactly it. That's really? exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Could have took Malaysian Airlines. Maybe. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a mecha shark. <laughs> As if sharks went scary enough. Yeah. Terminator shark. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay, so the 10th of March, we'll jump back to Malaysian Airlines, the Royal Malaysian Air Force confirms a plane turned back. Mm. Right, this is, then the 11th of March, Imistat come out and say, no, nah, nah, actually, it was what you said earlier, guys, mm. about the, the pings. It was lost along one of two flight arcs, mm. north or south. They passed that info on. So that basically the Royal, Marine, the Royal Malaysian Air Force came out a day before and said, mm. oh yeah, turn back. Turn yeah. back, definitely. Oh. Yeah. And then Imistat has looked at the date and gone, no, actually, no, it's gone mm. north or south. We just can't determine which. Yeah. Which in itself, as you'd think, would be better. I'd hope that a satellite could give you... A, but then again, this satellite wasn't looking for that plane, was it? It just happened to... I guess when it went missing, somebody from this company just checked and was like, oh yeah, look, we've got evidence of yeah. those pings. I imagine if at that time they were trying to specifically locate, they maybe could have turned the satellite. That's been true. A bit more, true enough, yeah. Um, more proactive. Specific. Because I was quite shocked when I saw that diagram. I was like, bloody hell. So like, e even if you knew definitely it just went north, you still got a hell of a job to search. But then if when it, you could be searching completely the wrong fucking yeah. area, a huge area. It's just crazy, isn't it? Um, it's and it's what you know how people keep saying. I saw a lot of sort of stuff online, the news reports when I was researching, and people saying, "How can you lose a plane of this size?" You know, it's like, well, yeah, I know in theory it does seem quite scary to us, but when, like you said earlier, seventy percent of the surface of the Earth is water, it's quite easy to conceive of not being able to find Absolutely. something that fucking large. Okay, if it hit land, then I'd imagine us to be able to do it with satellite Oh, well, you see a massive scorch yeah, mark. Yeah, Someone would find it sooner or later, wouldn't they? Let's face it. Always someone walking a dog, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. although I'm disappointed mm. as an avid dog walker myself. <laughs> I've never found a body. Well, actually, <laughs> people did. There was, um, strangely, Courtney Love's attached to this story as well. No, um, I never found her body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, basically, I don't know who asked, but the internet basically chipped in to help. Everyone started studying Google earth images and things like that just you know that's nice you know a comb 
Like, yeah. like the police would when they're doing a crime scene step by step, but doing that digitally online. And Courtney Love was one of the people who was helping, and she thought she'd found a plane shape. Oh, she it. would, the fucking attention yeah. seeking. No, no, I'm not going to call her anything. Who's to believe it? Get <laughs> <laughs> someone um, else to write your music. Did someone else find it for her, and she yes, just claimed yeah. it was hers? Like she was her entire music career. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You murdered Kurt. <laughs> 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 and then you murdered El Duce, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. How could you? It's Allegedly. one thing to rub us of Kirk Cobain, but to rub us of the genius of El Duce. Yeah. What was his freaking band called? I can't remember the name of the band, but I know the song was called Donkey Dick. Donkey <laughs> Oh, Lord. And allegedly, I feel we have to say allegedly after that. Everything about that story is a man who once wrote a song called Donkey Dick was killed on train tracks whilst drunk. <laughs> Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything yep. about that makes me sad. <laughs> so, well, yes. Jumping back to the 11th of March, <coughs> this is where we announced that two passengers using stolen passports were Iranian men, likely em- migrants trying to emigrate to Germany. That yeah. then immediately throws your terrorism angle into this. Yeah. 12th of March, Malaysian officials announced an unidentified aircraft was located at the extent of their radar's range flying over the Adana... Ad- uh, Is it Adamant Ad- field? <laughs> yeah, the Adamant Sea. The Adamant. Adamant, Adamant Sea, yeah. <laughs> Malaysians love Adamant. <laughs> Named a sea after him. Little known fact. Prince Charming. <laughs> oh. He sings at the gold mines. <laughs> to boost the workers' morale. Yeah. Well, he's probably got fuck all else going on. <laughs> yeah, so, but unidentified object. Right. There brings our alien angle into this. Aliens. Aliens did it. That's my theory. <laughs> my strongest contender. And by God, I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Um, 13th of March. A Wall Street Journal publishes an article saying the plane flew for hours, citing US investigators. Message about, uh, messages about engine performance were transmitted. Mm. Uh, this is based on an analysis of signals sent by the 777 SATCOM link. Malaysia then denied that report. Right. Jim Carney, the White House spokesman, says later that addition, an additional surge in the Indian air, Indian Ocean may be opened. So basically they're saying that was true because we've got this information now that stuff was transmitted. The Malaysians deny it, but we're going to open up an Indian Ocean surge. Mm. Led by the Australians, was it? Led by the Australians, apparently, because that is their um, area of search in the event of maritime disaster. Oh, I see. Yeah, every country in that area has. A, I assume maybe every country yeah. would has a designated area off their coastline somewhere to search in them because, as we say, seventy percent of the Earth's surface is water. It's a lot of damn ocean. Yeah. Bloody hell, mate! It's like looking for a bloody fart in a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the bloody plane anywhere. Well, you know the the Australians you'd think were fairly professional. I mean. Oh, I imagine them all to be drinking beer while they're searching. <laughs> surfing along, um, yeah. surfing behind them, their warships, stuff like that. Yeah, we got over the fine-tooth comb, mate, and then they're all, they're all water skiing behind warships <laughs> in a searchlight. <laughs> Someone's flipping burgers in a bar. Some blokes are hanging off a helicopter rope ladder, passing them beer. <laughs> Your bloody palms need to chill out a bit, mate. You don't know how to do a bloody search. <laughs> Who says we can't have fun? Yeah, that wasn't was even an accident. I just couldn't do the accident. With Bloody that, search right? and have a good time mm. at the same time. 
Sorry, I'm full of shit accents Bless today. Our Australian. I have, at least I haven't tried a fucking Malaysian one yet. Bless our Australian cousins. <laughs> yeah, well, they hate us, don't they? Oh, these are all convicts. <laughs> <laughs> Most better, of them. We better at all the bloody sports than you. That's because you play cricket yeah. that no one likes. <laughs> Only posh people play cricket in yeah. Britain. You're better at sports than us, but you live in an island full of stuff that can fucking kill you. We live in an island full of tea and greatness and politeness and... Sausage rolls. No, we don't. Sausage rolls. Sausage rolls is Jesus. We do like. Yeah, I met a few Jesuses this week. Since that advert, to explain to the listeners at home, I think we talked about this. We did do this last time. Yeah. Yeah, So Greg's the famous baker's uh, replaced baby Jesus with a sausage roll. Famous baker's (laughs) (laughs) convenient hot, mildly hot food purveyors. Greg's continually hot slash yeah, freezingly (laughs) mild and hot. Averaging <laughs> mildly warm fast food purveyors. Yeah. Greg. Pastry goods purveyors, yeah. Greg. It's always one of the extremes. You yeah. never get the one. It's perfect. But since molten hot, it burns. Or it's freezing oh, it's cold. Dead, it, cold as a witch's tit. But <laughs> in, since since they did that sort of since they offended the Christians, basically, I have had way more sausage rolls than I normally would have because <laughs> oh, I, I see it the as Christians a, eat Jesus. Well, they, yeah, somebody said this on my Catholics Facebook do. post. Yeah, like his bread. So wouldn't a, which I've always a thought is a roll. weird way to sort of. Mm. I'm going to take my God in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that in German. You're eating his flesh and drinking his blood. Well, that's cannibalism. Mm. Yeah, and that's not very Christian. That's zombie-like. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's just not on. I'd is go it? for the wine. Actually, I don't even drink wine. When I'm at fifty, I'll go for the wine. And how stupid are they? How do they think it? I mean, they believe in magic. It is, it's magic. They believe in magic, don't they? Yeah. But you go to a Catholic church, mate, you do a card trick and get thrown out, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and get your dick out, you'll get thrown out as well. <laughs> oh, the priest does that. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mate told me once he, he took a load of acid. I thought you were going to do my mate told me once he'd abuse my priest then. No. <laughs> Fucking hell, Mike. Tell us now we're all friends. <laughs> 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 all friends. <laughs> Show us on the cat where he touched it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been... No, I've, been to, oh, I've been to a Catholic church once and I was in my 20s, I don't remember it. <laughs> so what happened to you? He decided to go into a black gospel church. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. That's amazing. He's a white man. <laughs> oh, well, it's church. Yeah, he said it was, the, it was the most bizarre but most amazing experience <laughs> that it combined. It was, I bet it was so uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they argued with him being in there. I think they welcomed him in and maybe got to yeah, sing. Probably, yeah. I don't remember as much of it, but no. I bet they're a bit he confused. Like, why is he licking the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, chewing his mouth a lot. <laughs> they did that bit when he was like, they took putting their hands on him and taking, taking the devil. Maybe out. they took the acid out of him. Then he just really enjoyed the experience. It was a bad trip till he went in there. <laughs> the power of gospel saved his trip. Oh, amazing. Oh, not for the first time in my life, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. Uh, it's weird, I can't stand Jesus, but I quite like a bit of gospel. I admire gospel their enthusiasm. Like Johnny, Cash, Johnny Cash sings a lot of gospel. He so did, but Yeah, the thing is Johnny Cash. I don't know him. I know him, but half of me. Who is he? Would I? Yeah, he's blues, reggae, oh, he's everything. Stuff. Oh, Ben, do you hear that? Yeah, I know. 
Right, so where are we? I just feel like I'm getting reggae baited all the time. That's what I feel. I feel like I'm being persecuted. Yes, for your beliefs. <laughs> that makes me a martyr. <laughs> I, should be, I, could be, I could be a saint at the end of this podcast, you know. Saint reggae. <laughs> no, you're Saint Ben. <laughs> well, let's see if we can get uh, right. through this without doing any Malaysian accents. Let's let us do that. <laughs> Um, on the same day, the 13th of March, China criticises Malaysia's handling of search coordination and information flow, which we have alluded to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so China are coming out and saying, you're shit. Yeah. And they're over to someone else. Yeah. You slags. You fucking slags, you're out of your league. Uh, so we go the 14th of March, the uh, Imasat reveals it received communications with him for several hours now mm-hmm. after his disappearance. And then the next following day, the Malaysian PM confirms that. As a Malaysian Prime Minister. And they, uh, the search in the South China Sea ends and they move the corridors based mm. on the MSAT data. Uh, northern Thailand to Kazakhstan and Indonesia to the southern Indian Ocean. Mm. Also, for the first time, the pilots' homes were visited by investigators. I was going to ask you about... Because I got what a bit of found, stuff. What they found was interesting. Remember, that's yeah. the 15th. Yeah, this is how many days later? So um, it crashed on the 8th. Jesus. A week later. So basically a week later, they go and visit the pilot's homes. <laughs> this is also one of my... Because th- I haven't... I, I don't have a solid... I have a post, I have about two or three theories that I'm in between. Right. Uh, Apart from the aliens being the number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah aliens number yeah. one. And um, one of them is to do with the pilots, but I don't think... This dude, this pilot, I've watched videos of him doing, um, you know, he did YouTube videos of, like, how to do DIY and stuff. Like, he, he was a YouTuber. You know, he was fairly seemed like a happy dude. He built his own simulator, simu- didn't he? That's important he did, as that's well. Impressive. I heard something very interesting yeah. about his simulator. Mm-hmm. Go on, guys, you know Two things. One, you know the, da- the data had been wiped, hadn't it? Yeah. And, number th- and the second thing is, he'd been practicing landing... In the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. On his the simulator. Indian ocean. It's almost specifically, yeah. To where they think the plane ended. Now, well, if, it's like if that's like true, then you're going to search that area. If, Tell me. If that's true, they were going because they were going on the fact that it wasn't a man-made ditching. Yeah. It was a robot one. Yeah. So that's why they went yeah. closer to Australia, mm. but as the evidence seems to suggest that it wasn't a robot, it was mm. actually. Because of something called the flap-on. That's exactly... Flap-on. I we'll get to this. that. Yeah. We'll get to that. So, should we say that? Because yeah. that's one of the evidences to suggest it was a manual yeah. ditch into the ocean. Um, so, so at his home, then, they find this simulator. So, I imagine that building... Because I've got a friend that's into fight simulators, and the, the equipment that he has, it looks like, holy shit, it's a hell of a geeky thing to be into. He's got a very powerful PC huge controllers and things so i imagine to construct one at home you know this was it must have been a fucking well to be a pilot you've got to be a smart dude haven't you but i think yeah. you know he was yeah but imagine how many simulators he's flown in mm. you probably know people who've set one on for him ah, you, you must know all the techs i would imagine now it's mm. a lot more robotized mm. is that a word well i've been watching i recently watched the whole series of uh bruce dickinson did a documentary series about aviation oh yeah and then i binge watched the whole thing and yeah there is a hell of a lot of automation in modern flying 
those planes are intelligent as fuck. And there is still room for pilot error. There is. Uh, for human error. There definitely is. But, um, yeah, there's so much automation in them. I mean, autopilot, I mean, it literally is... It's everything's virtually autopilot doing everything. Of landed, isn't it? Yeah, it's unless you manually override it. It's yeah, and course changes. Um, nah, I need to make sure I get this right because I'm nowhere near to uh, knowing anything really about how planes work. But a massive course change needs pilot input. Yeah, like the the autopilot is never just going to go. Oh, we should do a one eighty and start going this way. It might adjust well, yeah, your it's, height it's and your speed. It's a, it's a sat nav, isn't it? Yeah. Effectively, the autopilot. It's a sat nav. Yeah. And I guess that it's monitoring, you know, it's your height, your speed, yeah. So, yeah, so, because this plane literally, for anyone listening, if you haven't Googled and looked at the map, it, it literally took off and turned left 90 degrees. It yeah. did like a handbrake turn in the sky and started going back on itself um, and then did a turn. They think, didn't it? Another right hand turn to go either up or possibly south. So, this somebody turned this fucking plane round for some reason. Allegedly. Well, we know factually. <laughs> factually, we know the plane we, turned round. Somebody turned it around. Yeah, but this is what or I mean. It was that, aliens. But right, <laughs> but factually, we know it turned round, mm. and factually, we know that that requires manual input. So, some either the co-pilot or the pilot decided to turn that plane round. The first initial... What can, happens can then? Can you imagine the annoying sat-nav voice? Oh. <laughs> you are made Please turn around. Please turn around. Turn around at your soonest convenience. Turn around as soon as possible. Take the next left. Turn around. Go. Oh, just keep on going. Plotting new route. You need to turn around. Oh, got it gone forever? Recalculating. Recalculating. You will reach your current destination in. Plotting. Plotting. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. So what do the Malaysian government have to say then after they've been to this pilot's house? Because I find this interesting. The Malaysian government seem very, very adamant and very desperate almost to completely rule out pilot... Um, this being pilots doing this yeah. on purpose. There's yeah, footage of them going through mm. metal detectors at the airport. Yeah, seen that. But I mean, it's only a little brief clip and it's hard to tell from that, is it? I mean, what does someone who's about to kill themselves look like? You know, I mean, yeah, that's but it. my I mean, point is that they, the Malaysian government won't even entertain this. I think it's a cultural kind of thing of them not taboo. wanting to admit that that was what happened. Because look, didn't that guy for Air France, he committed suicide on the plane, didn't he? He did, he crashed recently. into a mountain, yeah, yeah. Well, they just came out and said that. They didn't, you know, they didn't dress it up in any, they, yeah. they told the truth. Yeah, this guy, this fucking pilot lost his mind. Um, go look at is, is the Malaysian airline state-owned? And it's like a bit of a flagship uh, kind of thing for them. Get tourism in, fly Malaysian Airlines. They throw a lot of money advertising. Course, yeah, course, yeah. But is and the, course, air, the again, air it's down one, to money once again. Yeah, it's yeah. down and, to And the French money. one was that a privatized firm? Uh, the French government obviously investigate because French nationals were involved. Yeah. And they say, oh yeah, it was part of suicide. Mm. They can say that because that airline wasn't state owned. Yeah. The Malaysian one probably is. It's probably a bit of a flagship mm. sort of thing for the country, if anything. I but think it's a shame thing as well. And, it, and a shame. Yeah. Maybe they want to save the pilot's family mm. that shame. Maybe there is a cultural thing. a lot of shame thing. in that sort mm. of That's what I mean. East, yeah. 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 Like a different culture. Yeah. And, and I also do think, yeah, it definitely, like you just said, it comes down to money, doesn't it? If, if you... 
Because I'm going to be I'll be honest with you, this shows how geography's not my strong point. No, I found this quite difficult. Yeah, I never claim to be the most knowledgeable man alive. I don't really know anything at all about Malaysia, and I presumed it was a very sort of third-worldy type country and was even surprised that they had... I'm just being honest, that they had these airliners and this... I didn't know... Most countries you know, will have some kind of state-owned yeah, uh, state yeah. airline. That's the thing. But, even yeah. some African countries, you know, mm. even UK's are quite poor Christ. and got them... I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> you look at Japan. I mean, it's the most, it's the most um, technological country in the world, isn't it? Yeah, well, definitely. And Malaysia is not far from Japan. So. Uh, that's true. I mean, well, the thing is, it's a Boeing seven 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 seven. It's been built in America by Boeing. You, in all fairness, you don't know exactly what they're doing when it was building aircraft. Seven four seven. Seven seven seven. Yeah, that's interesting as well, isn't it? The number seven is lucky. In, yeah. In that sort of part I, of the world. Did you uh, know? Number nine in in um, China. Eight. Of Eight? Oh, eight, sorry, it is eight, yeah. This factoid came up on the last podcast. But, uh, I can tell you something. This, you in a yeah, second, this yeah. plane, this actual, not the model, this actual plane that's missing was the 404th yes, yeah. plane to come off the production line at Boeing. Uh, on computer, isn't error code 404 when something's not found? Yeah, mm. yeah, I mean, it is. I think it was a satanic sort of... Um, mm. Ritual, oh. ritual killing. Fuck. Like nine eleven, I think. That certain Kelly esque rituals to nine eleven. Well, we may have to touch on that at some point if we can find a way to do nine eleven tastefully. I follow this ridiculously <laughs> insane woman on Facebook. I follow her. Ironically, she's any. I think they call them truthers. Yeah. Now these are one step. Well, ten steps past a conspiracy theorist. They're not what you and I are and Mike. They are. She is insane. She believes that people are clones, like famous people are clones, wow. um, that we're being gassed, poisoned constantly. And she's a moron. She calls herself, when she refers to herself like I, she spells it E-Y-E, like your eyeball. Right. I, because she is enlightened. Okay. She is woke, so she puts I every time. That just annoying you I was reading the fucking, it makes me want to, punch my phone <laughs> uh, and I keep writing comments and deleting them before I post them because I don't <laughs> want to engage her but she's dang, she annoys me because see these t- they make it they, so that the stuff we're saying is illegitimate because yeah. we're branded in with them Cause, yeah and she's well, so what she might be saying is true I mean <coughs> there's evidence of the British army they've used um, biological agents on British people Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise you. Oh, the Americans definitely have. Yeah. Um, but it makes me laugh that she. So she's constantly attacking the media and telling us all we need to wake up and stop buying into the story. We're more on sheeple. But then she just shares stories that she takes as, you know, she's like, boom, there you go, evidence. And she calls herself a researcher. Her research involves sitting at home, smoking marijuana, and Googling. <laughs> Right? That's all we res- do. That's all yeah, we but, do. But we don't claim to have the fucking answers. She thinks Google. Research is. I imagine is out there talking to people, investigating, like you know, Columbo. Leaving your home. Yes, but and, oh, she just really, yeah. It's for, and it's exactly what you just said, Mike. It's that we're lumped in with that, and we're doing this because it's fun. It's and it's yeah. interesting. But she, and and I often want to say to her, Are you a happy person? Because you don't seem it. You know what I mean? You spend all day thinking of. You think that celebrities are clones. So Miley Cyrus has been cloned, and it's an evil clone out there who's degrading children by sexualizing. Where's everything. the real Miley Cyrus? Yeah, and I'm like, explain clone technology or... to me. Yeah. I want the, the detail. You can't just say that 
And yeah. she does, she just puts these things out there. I think you should, I'll link the page to you, you should follow her. It's fucking infuriating and wonderful all at the same time. I don't know, I, I, you know, I was going to kick off it. You won't be able to resist and you will come in. Um, yeah. yeah. It goes back to what we were talking about last time in mm. The Matrix. Mm. Perception is reality. That's true, yeah. In her reality, clones are a very viable thing. Um, Apparently so. So yeah, sorry, that was another massive <laughs> tangent, dear listener. We were talking about missing Malaysian Airlines flights. Well, we're, uh, we're approaching the end of the, uh, the timeline. Okay. Uh, well, certainly the, the, the main chunk of it, because there was mm-hmm. a lot of fruitless searching for a good yeah. year. Um, so on the 17th of March, Australia takes over the Indian Ocean search, because it's their, yeah. their area. It's a 600,000 kilometres squared, or if you prefer, 230,000 miles squared. Oh, good hell. So that's how big the Indian Ocean is, and it's not even the world's biggest ocean. Yeah, and I know when you you stood next to a plane on the runway, it seems like a huge object, doesn't it? It does. But everything's relative. You oh, know. gotcha. If you drop that in the middle of the ocean, it's a fucking needle. Yeah. You know. And then um, the 20th of March, mm-hmm. and the Australian PM Tony Abbott announces satellite imagery shows two large objects floating 600 miles southwest of Perth. Mm. And that's why the search moved them that area for a long time. But they, they found them to be my, it was just a pair of my ex-girlfriend's knickers. Ooh. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> of space, eh? <laughs> but yeah, so the move, the, 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 the search. So now they're thinking it, it, it's crashing to the sea, it's yeah? It's crashing to the sea. Right. And that far down. Mm. Sadly, that didn't uh, come to any fruition. Because if you crash in the sea, it's going to explode, and the debris is going to go everywhere. That'd be easy to spot. Easy to spot. Because yes, there was another French. It was French as well that went into the ocean, and there was literally millions. I'm not exaggerating. The debris was in yeah, millions of pieces yeah. that they recovered. Um, but the, this is why there's. Remember, as we said earlier, he'd been practicing. That's when that French one that hit the water. I watched the accident investigation thing of that one. What had happened was the pilot left the co-pilot in charge. Co-pilot. Was he on his was he a YTS co-pilot? <laughs> oh, Jesus, more or less. Basically, as a youth training scheme. In a plane, own. for the uplift to work, the plane. The, basically, if, if your nose goes too far in the air, you lose um, lift and yeah. you stall. That's how you stall an aeroplane, and then it just drops from the sky. He didn't know he was stalling, and he kept pulling up. And apparently that's absolutely not what you do. And by the time the co the pilot gets back to um, the cockpit, they've got no idea that they've just been dropping from the sky. So that just slammed into the water, and it wasn't a Ooh. controlled. No one was trying to land on the water. It dropped like a stone, and poof, like you say, millions of pieces of debris. You'd about that, would you? Oh yeah. It'd be, um, they found um, bodies on the bed on the seabed and the injuries the bodies had were like um, massive um, sort of spinal fractures basically injuries consistent with hit, yeah. being in a seat Bloody position yeah. and smashing into something hard um, so yeah I think they would have Break died all quite. the bones in their body like. yeah so, so so my point is that this leads people to maybe think that this plane hit the water in a controlled way and then possibly maybe the wings would have come off but the f- if the fuselage stayed intact, it would have been on top of the water and very quickly sank Yeah. after that. So that may be one possible reason why there isn't 
well, they're not finding millions of pieces of fucking uh, yeah. debris. Yeah, that would make um, perfect sense in all fairness. Because yeah. if there was a if there was that much debris, mm. they found it on the twenty fourth of March, uh, same year, twenty fourteen. The Malaysian Prime Minister again, he announces that Flight 370 has presumed crashed in the Indian Ocean with no survivors. So that's 24th of March, they're basically writing it off and saying, we ain't going to find this. It's Those impossible. poor family members. That, I mean, I know, knowing what happened, I suppose, is closure and uh, and helps you to just grieve and get on with it. Cause I'm, I had a, I'd imagine that some of them were trying to hold on to hope. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of this but at the same time, you do have to call it at some point. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But I think they would. The Malaysian government have pissed me off in this story. They would. They're terrible. the bad guy in this story. Uh, well, I don't know. One of the pilots could actually be the bad guy in this story. But um, uh, yeah, they they dealt with this really fucking badly, um, and it's all for their own interest, trying to protect their own interests. Of course. Yeah. Um, especially as we said, if it's if it's their flagship kind of mm, thing for the country, yeah. then you don't want no bad press around that, do you? Because that's no. a major contributor to your your income. And I can imagine any airline has any kind of accident or disaster on any size or scale. I'm sure it, for a while business must take a massive, of course, uh, you know, beating. Um, You'd argue that airlines haven't become nine eleven. Yeah, I mean. I mean, and it just goes to show one of the great things is that air disasters are so rare. Yeah. You know, it's like everyone says, it is literally the safest form of travel statistically. It's just that if it goes wrong, you are fucked. Yeah. And you need to accept that every single time you get on a plane. If this doesn't go anything other than perfect, we're pretty much all dead, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've got a funny story about planes in 9 11. Right, well, I need to go for a piss. But, oh, well, tell me this tale because I want to see how funny this is. We'll be the judge of that, Mike. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to my piss for a couple of minutes longer. Go on. There's a comedian called Reese Darby. Right. Okay. He's in Flight of the Concords. Right. And just after 9 11, six months, the New Zealand airliner opened up. Yeah, and on the maiden flight, he was booked to do stand up on an airplane. Right. And he had to do he had to do stand up on an aeroplane six months after nine eleven. Oh my oh, god! People were on edge like like <laughs> some guy standing up telling jokes. Like, What's going on? Yeah. Is this not uh, the, the friendliest hijacking you'll ever see? Not to hijacking the plane, but let's open the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Why are my colleagues and Jews the pilots? Oh, oh mother-in-laws, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Is he like, so, uh, any Muslims on board? <laughs> Anybody? No? Sky Marshals? You know where they're sat down? <laughs> My hands go up. You know where they're sat? <laughs> oh, he said it was the worst gig of his life. I, I can imagine. imagine. Was, yes. Oh, man. That can't be easy at any time doing stand-up on a plane, like, you know, after 9-11. It's like, we're all terrified. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Uh, can I call that piss break now? Piss break! Oh, thank you. <laughs> Alright, so back from the, uh, the toilet break for me. The other two are pretty, pretty quiet, actually. I should have gone then, but uh, yeah. I might have to have another one later. But You're on the Senorita Beater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Senorita Beater! <laughs> Spanish Stella. <laughs> I like it. 
I'm not wearing a vest though. You're, so. on, the, you're on the call and where's my darling? I've got some Galahad as well. Oh yes. And um, like a, oh, I've got a German one from Aldi. Rhinebacker pills. Oh, awesome. Oh. It's not quite nice actually. If you really like it, shout out to Aldi. Um, do you know what? <laughs> the, the date last night almost started badly because she asked me, she was like, I was getting the drinks in while she popped to the loot and I was in a real ale pub. You know, yeah. a proper bloody pub. And she asked me, and I felt embarrassed anyway because I was probably the one man in there drinking lager. Oh, that's, yeah, the, you get but, the look, didn't you? You get the look. Yeah, but I at least it wasn't, it was a, a small brewery lager. It wasn't a, they don't have any, you know, mainstream. It was something called Green Monkey. And anyway, <laughs> my lady uh, says, oh, I'll have a lager and black, please. She goes to the toilet and I thought, I am not asking for a lager and black in a real ale pub. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. So it's just like two pints of Green Monkey. She come back and she's like, why doesn't it have black currant in it? And I was like, if you want black currant in your lager, <laughs> in this pub, you're going to go and ask the beer nerd. And you're going to go and get the shitty look because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm being judged for ordering lager anyway. <laughs> Share the blame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Share you still up there, Gaz. Yeah, well, you yeah. You the stance. You're like, all oh, right, this is, this is the line and it ain't been crossed. <laughs> Yeah, set me, put me cards on the table. That's it. But you what, man? And I'm not I, holding your handbag either. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted a proper ale, but I just get frozen by the choice. I'm just like, I don't want to pick, because you know they look at you. You pick one that they don't approve of, and you get the look, don't you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, mm, yeah I've so many of these. Anyway, that's another silly, bloody tangent. Let's talk yeah. about this plane. Um, Where's anyway, it gone? We'll end up on the. Um, 5th of August 2016, a wing piece uh, known as a, a, what was it again, a flapper on? Yep. Uh, it's part of the bit that steers the wing, isn't it? It extends and comes out on landing, does mm. it not? On takeoff, I believe. Yes. Uh, washes up on a beach in Reunion, a French island in the Indian Ocean. It is confirmed to be from Malaysian's Airlines Flight 370. Mm -hmm. I remember I lost to Reunion as a Sweden manager or football manager. <laughs> How did you lose to reunion? Actually, I still have the um, the photo of the score live when you lost one note to Guadeloupe. Oh, that was it. Sorry, it's Guadeloupe, not yeah. reunion. I still have that on my phone saved. You lost one note. And it was some dodgy French colony. Yeah. We just lost in the final to France, hadn't we? That's right. In the Euros. Mm. And uh, one nil in the eighty ninth minute, we we're gutted. For the listeners, this is not real football. This <laughs> yeah, you haven't gone into a time warp. This was in Mike and Ben's football timeline. Yeah, football manager. <laughs> so, so this flapper on then. Flapper on. It was found on the beach. It's confirmed to be from the plane. Now I watched a little uh, news story online about this flapper on. Now, this is to help with deceleration and control, like we said, when landing and taking off. Yeah. And evidence, I was watching, a, from what I watched, the quote-unquote expert was suggesting that... Um, when you say expert, it, was it a homemade video? Of his no, it wasn't. Ones? This man was actually on site looking at the... All right, um, for that. ...at the debris. Um, that this suggested to him that the plane went down in a controlled manner, mm -hmm. because why else would that be out? If it just dropped from the sky when it ran out of fuel or something, then it wouldn't be preparing no, to land. it has to be manually. Yeah. Someone has to activate right. it. Would it. Would it not add drag, though? I know if you're, well, you're falling from... Yeah, yeah, but if you're falling from the sky, then aren't mm. you going to activate everything that gives you any kind of drag? Yeah, but the point is, the autopilot wouldn't have done it, I don't think. It's like you were saying, somebody had to... And the guy was saying that it looks like it had been deployed. Evidence not to suggest that it was 
still inside the wing and then ripped out it looked like it yeah. was out and being used because the plane was coming down in a controlled fashion yeah so and this is the only thing anyone has found so far isn't it I think there's been two oh, was, there, was there two was there not another one found there was something that wasn't confirmed oh okay uh, a piece of wing to date it hasn't been something right. like that yeah and there was also, uh, weirdly, a bottle of Indonesian um, food sauce oh, was there? found and something like uh, and condiments almost then floated into a little bit of debris, but they can't, they can't tie it down oh, to it. We know it's in the fucking water, don't we? I mean, Christ. Yeah. I mean, they were looking the wrong place. Because yeah. they were looking for a plane that would have gone down if it was controlled by an autopilot. Mm. Yeah. 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 So they were looking on the... On, the Australian side, mm. and they should have been looking on the other side. Yeah. Perth, they were looking at the Perth side. Yeah. So whatever, not the other side of Australia, the other side of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Wherever that might be, Africa. Yeah. Mm. Towards Madagascar and that. Mhm. So, so, so what happened? Theories Gremlins. are. Theories. Gremlins. It was shot down by accident. Okay. Um, live fire exercises between the US and Thailand armed forces underway at the time. The Yanks do have previous, since oh, the Americans do have previous <laughs> in that. Um, but then on their flight, I can't remember what the flight was called. It was a major airline disaster. It blew up outside New York. Just had to take off in New York, and there was a main. The main theory is that it was shot down by accident by a um, US Navy vessel. Fired a missile at it by accident. What a, that doesn't explain why it was Mars, of course. Uh, no, no, that's one of the things. Uh, that that's happened. very true. And wouldn't there be debris again? Wouldn't yeah. there be? Well, that could all be an elaborate cover up. And, the, and they could just move in, clear the debris. Well, I did. There's plenty of ships on station to do it. I also saw an expert talking about. Remember the Lockerbie air disaster? Yeah. Which, for the listener, is um, a man had a bomb. He put a bomb in his suitcase, I believe. Yes, um, that's right. And the plane, uh, a big plane, blew up over a, a, a Scottish, Scottish village. village called. But I saw a guy talking about how on the radar, you could see the debris falling from the sky on the radar. Um, so, uh, but the plane was off radar, wasn't it, when yeah. it went down? I don't think it was shot down. No, well, that's just um, one of the theories. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, then we go to terrorist hijacking. There's no real proof mm. for that, although. Um, apparently, Alternative Media TV, which is a YouTube channel, oh. and one of the most popular viewed documentary on this, claims terrorists or a rogue state hijacked the plane to turn it into a flying nuclear bomb. Hmm. Um, there's no proof of it. The only shred of sort of any kind of thing comes from the two Iranian guys on board who were using stolen passports. Hmm. Um, but that is very. Yeah, that's uh, very slim evidence. Oh, slim to none and slim just left turn <laughs> evidence for that. Jim Stone, an independent journalist, thinks there was a plane switch and it claims that it was uh, MH30, MH370, sorry, uh, and not Flight 17 that was shot down over the Ukraine. And his thing is that people had to be uh, got rid of, allegedly, and that ties us into those guys on board who were... Uh, mm part of the um, NSA was it uh, there's not a lot on it no there fair. was there were 20 mem- members of staff from a company um, and I haven't bloody written it down but a quick Google search you can find it dear listener there were 20 employees of a, of a microchip technology company who uh, their microchips were used in um, missile guidance and defence systems uh, so they were 
So they're a tech company involved in defence and military. So 20 of them, you'd imagine that's a big chunk of your company to lose. Now, would you put it past a government to kill an entire plane of people, 200 people, just to get to 20? No. I I wouldn't put it past the government because, you know, they'll drop a bomb on a village because there's one guy there that they want to kill. So is it beyond the realms of possibility that a pilot was paid off or something along those lines? Maybe some uh, there was some tampering because somebody, somebody in some government somewhere had some dealings with this tech firm or... I don't know. I'm just saying it's a. It's maybe weird they were to dodgy me. dealing with with mm. the um, with the Taiwanese. Maybe they're trying mm. to sell secrets. But then demonstrations. That's true. But then by that logic of what I've just said, I've just realised there were also ten of the most prominent Chinese calligraphers. Oh, that's good, isn't right? it? Uh, they were like there was like a few generations of these artists. So by my logic of what I've just said, somebody wanting to kill those twenty employees. Did somebody want to wipe out Chinese? Um, traditional writing. Maybe you know the rival I mean? team did. Hey, hey it's, it's you know. Maybe the Chinese kept winning it. The rival team arranges for an yeah. accident. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. The way Malaysia came out about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. maybe the Malaysia. Yes. Maybe the Malaysia team were, were second that year. Maybe the Malaysian government. Controversial decision. Who knows? Maybe the Malaysian government were given an offer they couldn't refuse as to. This plane needs to disappear. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, while we're, I'll throw one out if we Go on, take yeah, yeah, turns. Throw, throw one in. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll throw one out to you, boys. Did you know that? And this is I'm using um, an article from a website called theweek.co.uk. Oh, I tried to view this one um, and it kept telling me I needed to say my pop-up blocker. Oh, I thought right. I had to fuck off. <laughs> well, Putin knows. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fine then. Putin knows. What if yeah. you Steven Seagal is mate? <laughs> With his fucking cartoon hair. <laughs> you need to draw that one next. <laughs> yeah, Steven Seagal kicking a plane out of the sky <laughs> with cartoon hair. Um, the plane should also have cartoon hair. No, that'd be disrespectful. <laughs> so scratch that. Vladimir Putin, Sir Vladimir. Um, <laughs> Sexy, sexiest world leader by Lord, far. Lord Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Vladimir. Sorry. He has known all along where missing Malaysia Airlines jet is, according to a volunteer investigator. Speak- <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to the Daily Star... Hey! Incredible British <laughs> yeah. tabloid. Andre Milner said flight MH370 made a soft-ditch landing into the Bay of Bengal in the Indian Ocean and that the Russian president was aware of this from the start. In quotes, Satellites that were placed by the Russians saw the wreckage, he said. Putin would have been given that information. Putin kept quiet because he only discovered the fate of the jet thanks to a secret spy satellite, adds Milne, who previously appealed for £1.3 million funding to scour the area for the missing jet. It doesn't say whether he was successful. (laughs) He said... The reason President Putin did not raise his hand and march in and say we found it is because technically he would have to have been committing espionage. Insisting that witnesses' statements corroborated his theory, Milne added that if a search party ventured to the Bay of Bengal, they would find, quote, wreckage with no flapper on, on the sea floor. Well, I can understand the point that if, say, the Russians did know and they had something dodgy in the area that they weren't supposed to have, mm. you 
they just wouldn't own up to it. I can understand yeah. that from, from a state point of view. Mm. Have they got much reason to be looking at the Bay of Bengal? I don't know. Maybe. Um, no, I'm not going for and it. I mean, and if he did know, maybe, maybe, maybe Trump knows. Maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. Theresa May knows. Maybe the Malaysian Prime Minister knows. Maybe Probably. the Chinese President knows. Maybe they all know. And he's saying, maybe it, was, you know, maybe it was the fucking aliens. He's saying witnesses corroborate his theory. So what? Witnesses saw the plane landing. Just I, well, yeah, forgive me. Is anyone like look, watching the plane and going like? What's the reg on that? Yeah. MH370. Oh, remember that. Was the transponder signal for that plane? Yeah, yeah. oh, remember that in case any reporters turn up and anything weird's going on. Oh, yeah. Fuck off, mate. And did he turn up at the beach and go, you see that plane land? Plane, yeah, maybe I'll remember for $20. Well, here you go. And let's be honest, he's not being. This chap, Andrew Mill, no disrespect to your chap. But you're not being interviewed by Aviation Times no. or, you know, Scientific Weekly. It's the fucking Daily Star, which is the second least credible fucking newspaper in this country. You mean the Sunday Sport? Slowly, second behind the Sunday Sport. And it's funny you should mention that, Ben. Yeah. Because, well, the Daily, the Daily Sport and its sister paper, the Sunday Sport, uh, to, our, to our foreign listeners... Is a um, bit of an institution. It's an institution in England. It's um, uh, it's a shit newspaper. I wouldn't say <laughs> that it's the most credible newspaper in the world. It basically consists of topless women, every other page, yeah. and completely fucking fabricated news stories on every other page. Allegedly, it's like no. I think we can probably go ahead and <laughs> draw that allegedly in all so, fairness. You can fucking sue me, Daily Star. The, you know, shit. The, um, the daily, the Daily Sports. Think, think of the Weekly World News. Yes. But with more tits. Yes. And less Bat Boy. Yes, the daily... Um, Go for that. And if you haven't done Follow the Weekly World News on Facebook, please do that. That's fun. And follow us on Facebook. Um, Cutting the Bull in the post of Apocalypse. And on Twitter, Apocalypse Bull. And if you like the page and we get 100 likes, we'll send you a T-shirt if you're drawing out the, drawing out the app. You can't see fairer than that. No. And uh, <laughs> I've got my eighties quiz show mode. <laughs> you can't get fuller than that. And I don't In know, one. I, <laughs> a microwave oven. In two. A DIY set. In three. <laughs> I'm not going to go through one. <laughs> but a special prize is a caravan, all right? Blankety blank. <laughs> Checkbook of ten. So the daily gold. <laughs> the daily sport. The Daily Sport. Oh, they Dr. believe <laughs> they believe missing like Malaysian Airlines flight MH370 <laughs> is um, on the moon. It's on the moon. It was teleported to the moon for unknown alien reasons. Unknown alien reasons. And to give you a dear listener a, an idea of of the type of newspaper we're dealing with here. Oh, they even um, they photoshopped a, a picture of the plane on the moon just to help <laughs> just to help readers. Here's some uh, some choice. Headlines from this newspaper's illustrious history. Banned from Chinese buffet for shitting in the seaweed. I don't know a beer then, you bastard. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh, God. Booted out of ISIS for, for wearing Aldi trainers. <laughs> oh, man, does that mean that ISIS are like down on their oh. fashion? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to like this one, Mike. Of course. Jeremy Corbyn sucks off Boris Johnson at Boozy Party. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, God. Sex with Greg's pasty boiled my bell end. <laughs> That's a true story. 
It is genuinely some bl- happened to some bloke. <laughs> some he bloke feels- says Ben. How's your cock, Ben? <laughs> Not burnt. <laughs> you were lucky you got cold past it. <laughs> yeah, I came in it and I gave it to a homeless bird. Oh, God. Oh, God. So another <laughs> Sex with Mr. Frosty mangled my bell end. Remember the Mr. Frosty shit? I shake it was a sheet. fucking ice grinder. <laughs> put what? your dick in there. <laughs> It literally was a spinning fan with blades that you turned, you hand cranked. Why would you try and fuck it? And as soon as he's done that, the first thing he does is he his daily sport. Look at I've just done. A couple oh, more. Man. Yeah. Prince, on, Harry, Prince Harry bummed me behind Lidl. <laughs> 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 You're laughing, Mike, but I can see the tears. Dirty <laughs> rotten. Oh God! Here we go. Gordon Ramsay, sex dwarf, eaten by badger. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Go, one, oh, more, one, one more. One more. more. No, that's just the same one, but they've rewritten it. <laughs> Find the bastard who shat down my chimney. <laughs> There's a photo of somebody shitting down it. It's real. It's not fake news. So is MH370 on the moon. Oh, oh man. Fuck me. That's fun. I think we bring that feature back yeah. for a next episode. Yeah, yeah, future episode. Daily yeah. Star headlines. <laughs> and if you find any good ones, send them to the Facebook page. Yeah. Put oh, it to the ball no. in the post during the apocalypse. Oh, God. Oh. You can also win a Top Gun game, an LCD Top Gun yeah, game. Yeah, and a drawing. Did they find the chimney shit at Burn? <laughs> no, I don't know. I didn't read the article. <laughs> I was. Bur- I guarantee you that was in Burnley. Oh, man. Oh. That was fantastic. Fuck you, Burnley. <laughs> What's Burnley doing to you? Is this football related? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking knew it would be. He's a Blackburn Rovers fan, isn't he? Oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, so... Uh, have you got another possible reason over there, Ben? Um, aliens. <laughs> How did aliens do it? Just did it. They just did it. <laughs> just, no, did it. just did it. No, just them. Um, also, the um, uh, the pilot. We'll go into the pilot. Yes. All right, that's, that seems like a good place. Actually, the, the silly ones will probably go to... Oh, actually, no. North Korea took it. Oh, I've heard this one. Yeah. Well. It was either oh. shot down or hijacked by North Korea. Okay. Flying nuclear bomb theory comes back into it. No yeah. evidence. No evidence, of course. Okay. So these pilots then, because pilots. I, I have two slight... Apparently the theories. pilot wanted to create the great this world's mystery. greatest mystery. Now I think as well, though, that he could have also been trying to... Because the things on his, um, on his um, flight simulator, he was trying to land on the ocean. I think... There's a possibility that he was trying to make himself a hero. Ah, so like a, a some kind of. I mean, pilots have to be a, must be a mm. fairly egotistical. Bunch. Yeah, I do you know. What I yeah, mean, maybe like, maybe Sully come out at this. Like point. Sully, you mentioned Sully. Sully come out at this point. It must have done. Yeah, that well, that well, the actual event of him landing on the Hudson River that was well before this went missing. So did he want to like one up that in a in a. It's a possibility. Maybe he knew Sonny, maybe he didn't like him. You know, did he want to be a, be a hero? Because, cause, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm confused because evidence to me, I think he tried to land it. It didn't just ditch and it didn't drop out the sky and smash to pieces. No. I think it was a controlled landing on the water. Which takes a lot of skill to land a plane yeah. that size. But. Because you wouldn't. And also, that, that kind of makes the Bay of Bengal make a bit of sense because it's a mm. bay, it's an enclosed area, mm. it's, it's ships would show up there. You wouldn't land it in the open ocean, the open ocean's mm. rough. Because if you You'd wanted land it to, somewhere calm, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you, know, you wanted it, to kill everyone on board, if you wanted to kill everyone on board, wouldn't you just ditch it down? Oh, fuck yeah, straight down, nose you down. Know, just boom, just ditch it straight down. Why? Now I'm basing this on the fact that I'm basing this on maybe, two things, maybe, three things. Can he alter the oxygen for the passengers in the, in the cabin? I can he turn the oxygen off so they all suffocate? Ooh. He's flying for seven hours. Suicide pilled his mate. Mm. Yeah, he's flying seven hours. I'm just going to wait till we run out of gas mm. to ditch into the ocean. I'm just going to let it sink. Yeah, that is very possible. Well, there's a theory called the the zombie plane that. Basically, something, some sort of fire or something on board, some sort of gas or oxygen mistake, something went wrong, whereas everybody on board died. Literally yeah. everybody died. See, I like this theory. Including both pilots. Something went wrong with the life support. Mm. Which, to me, is such a harrowing image to imagine. So this big 747, fully loaded, every mm. seat full, everybody on board is dead. And it is just autopilot. It's just So it's the zombie plane just... Just keeps going. Everybody's dead. Everybody on board's yes. Everybody's dead, dead. Everybody's alive. Well, I think that that could explain the turn because if the pilot all of a sudden slumps so over, he's, get hold, back. he's holding the wheel. Yeah. So there's and a he problem. He slumps over and the wheel goes with him. Mm. Well, no, hang on. That there's could a, explain the turn until a, he maybe he let, he's forced the floor. The wheel goes, wheel rides itself. Mm. The autopilot carries on. It's going in a different direction. Could have a ninety degree turn. How about then? He makes it the two hours in. There's a fault, a major fault. He turns back to make an emergency landing. But after he makes that turn, so they're now on that trajectory, they've done the 90 degree turn, he loses consciousness as well. Yeah. And that plane just keeps fucking going. Mm -hmm. And maybe I don't know enough about this, so let's imagine. But, the, but someone had to have pushed the button to get the flap-ons out. We've established that. Uh, yes, so. Maybe you put them out to. I think it's just a case of a, a suicidal pilot. He, mm. he even planned it in his own fucking uh, improvised flight yeah. simulator at home. I mean, virtually yeah. it was similar. Mm. It even had the same angle, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I think was he, what's he do with the co-pilot? What's he do with the passengers? Well, this happened. Um, you know the, you the, the, the French guy. Yeah, I was thinking about this because it's a horrible. Uh, um, this is why I had a nightmare the other night because I was thinking of how horrific this situation was. The French guy, I think he'd locked the pilot out of the cockpit. Mm. Imagine being the pilot, mm. the other side of that cockpit, frantically trying to get through it. And you can obviously know, see and feel that the plane is ditching yeah. and going, you've got all the passengers there, what's happening, what's going on? And you're like, you're like come on, bang. Well, oh, I imagine if you go, God. maybe you'll, you'll be flung. Oh, if it started to go plane. down, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I think it's pilots are involved. I don't know which one, because it could have been the co-pilot, but apparently he was planning to be engaged. He just got engaged to... 21, so, wasn't he? I mean, that doesn't mean you're not suicidal, but I mean, it's not like he was just ditched or, you know, he had stuff to live for. 
What if the co-pilot was Steve with the pilot's wife who then killed him horribly and then crashed the plane into the ocean to the death? No. And if it was no, no, pilot, that's not actually a thing. That's just me. I'm a, and, and if it was a pilot <laughs> taking it for a joyride, I don't believe the Malaysian government are going to say. I think they'd rather lie uh, or not say anything at all to save face. Well, what's interesting is that the the flap on was obviously recovered by the French, mm. and they haven't released it yet. Oh, they're holding on to they're it. They're holding on to it for some reason. Because the Australian, I watched the Australian mm. 60 Minutes on it. Yeah. And the, the guy who's in charge of the search is like, you know, uh, we found the flap on, but we're still mm. waiting for it to get released from France. Uh, so it could be more. That was in 2016. Uh, I didn't find anything else on date. And it was washed up on a French island. So French yeah. government officials. That's a bit, a bit weird, isn't it? Well, so did the French have a stake in this? It could have alien juice on it. <laughs> Maybe. Or something. Did the plane go through a worm? Did the plane slip into an alternate uh, dimension? There's another one. Maybe it's flying around and it's landed in a multiverse. The flap on was just a. The flap on was a. Um, what do you call it? A red herring. Mm. You know, they planted it there, so the French took hold of it then. Mm. They've still got it. It isn't really from that flight. The flight went into another dimension. Plus, how yeah. do we know the French didn't just say, oh, look, we found a flap on? Flapperon, or whatever it's called. Well, 404, you, know. you said was interesting. Yeah. That mm. could be a, a satanic. I heard something control. about Korea wanted to uh, wanted the technology that's on the plane, but I was thinking, yeah, wouldn't they already so. have that? Well, I don't know. Yeah, they've got, they have satellite. I mean, they've got a, they've got nuclear weapons. It's a commercially available plane. What, what yeah, that's there? the thing. Anyone yeah, could, would, if we would, had would, enough would, money, we would could Western buy one. No, because Western technology wouldn't be sold to North Korea. It just wouldn't. They, they would. There's probably an embargo on them buying stuff like that. I mean. Anything with computer chips in, they wouldn't have. I mean, there was a, there was a thing years ago with... Um, yeah, but how sophisticated... Something like children's... Genuinely, I'll, I'll tell you this tale, and, and you well, can no. judge it or not. Um, there was the, the, the... I can't remember which company it was, blocked a sale. I don't know the Japanese government. Blocked a sale to Iraq of 300 Sony PS3s, right? What? Because there was a theory that amongst Western intelligence... Well, genuine intelligence that they could the Iraqis could create a supercomputer using the chips which they didn't have access to oh. from the PS3s to create some kind of supercomputer yeah. to it's not going to stop it though is it what do you mean well smugglers are going to be able to get oh yeah yeah I know what you're PS3 saying but it was just weird that 300 PS3s yeah. were, were all as an all oh, together yeah, yeah, it is weird, yeah. so I mean the level of technology on a plane it's pretty high, isn't it? A lot of computer power in there. I mean, I remember reading that the Eurofighter, the RF, if, if the computers crashed on that plane, the plane would just fall out of the sky. It's aerodynamically unstable. The computers keep it in the air. It's got to be a similar thing with a, with a massive jet like that. The computers keep that plane stable in the air. The pilots, yes, may, may guide it, but the computers are working. There's a lot of computing power there. Yeah. It's more than that took man to the moon. And if you're North Korea, then you're gonna be loving that shit, aren't you? Yeah. It, <laughs> you're gonna be loving that shit, North. You know what the problem is with Kim, Kim Jong Un. Oh, what's the problem with him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a dictator. Oh yeah. Right. Dress snappily. And the same goes for his entire family, right? You got Idi Amin straight around in field marshal, field marshal fucking outfit. Even Mugabe had a sharp suit. Um, Gaddafi always strutting around in his colonel's gear. You know, fucking hell. You've got El Presidente with his massive gold fucking effort. If you're going to be a dictator, get some fucking bling on, man. No. Yeah. 
funny looking trousers and a bowl haircut doesn't cut it. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. I can't take the man seriously. I know he's got nuclear weapons, I just can't take him seriously. Would you like to know what um, the website Illuminati Watcher thinks happened to the player? I'd love to. Um, this is known as the grid of energy theory. Oh my god, I'm going to hate this. <laughs> um, they believe that the Boeing 777 crashed on a vortex energy point on the Earth's secret free energy grid. Oh shit, I read about this, yeah. The, the idea goes that a web of vortex points around the world projects energy that the Illuminati n knows how to harness. That, or it has something to do with, quote-unquote, ancient aliens. The ancient astronaut theory claims that aliens of the past used energy vortex points to travel around the globe, or potentially make mapping points, e.g. the pyramids of Giza. So it's like a stargate. Yes! And the Illuminati Watcher explains this hidden energy grid is one way of getting off of traditional energy sources like oil and coal. So obviously the people in control of these big energy industries would want to keep it quiet. For more on these grids of energy, you can check out www.bollockbullshit and www.bollockshitfuckwank.com and www.payusmoney.com So yeah, the Vortex. So what, it just hit this pure energy and atomised into Obviously. nothingness. Yeah, because yeah, but, but, but surely there'd be a shitload of those dotted about and planes yeah. would, planes you know, would hit, them all, the hit time. them all the time, wouldn't yeah. they? You'd think that. There'd be a triangle. No, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we're not going to bother doing that episode then. I'd look into it, but a lot of it can be explained. I've, I've read about this in my spare time. I have a okay. book on it, actually, and mm. a couple of books, well, many books on conspiracy theories and the Bermuda Triangle, and... Uh, yeah, a lot of it is is quite easily explained. I mean, the, the major one... Oh, I'll give it to it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all bullshit. Don't worry about it, kids. I've got one more theory. Go on, Mike. Anyone ever watched Twilight Zone, the movie? No. <laughs> Remind me, because there's something to do with the plane, isn't there? There is. The last, the last yeah. one is the four segments, isn't there? Is it mm. the Gremlin? It is the Gremlin. Oh, is that yeah, the one yeah. with Captain Kirk? There's something on the wing. There's something on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Family Guy powered it. Yeah. Simpsons powered it with, yeah, the, yeah. with the, the Gremlin on the school bus, mm. didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> There's a grandma that's on the bus. It's, it's Hans Mormon driving. Yeah. <laughs> and and when Flanders picks up the D, the little gremlin thing, he's like, yeah. he's like oh, I tried to claw my face off. Too <laughs> <laughs> cute. That's my theory. Well, well, gremlins, something on the wings. Speaking of gremlins of a different kind, uh, some believe that this is the world's first uh, example of digital cyber hijacking. Okay. That somebody remotely just started fucking with this plane. You know, that's a possibility. And the reason people don't want to acknowledge that as the being official story is because everyone would be utterly fucking oh, fuck terrified. Yeah. That is a, that the is aviation a... industry would take, it would just, it would be like 9-11 again, it would mm. just grind. Oh, it would, no one would get on a plane. People would be fucking terrified. No one terrified. would get on a plane, that'd be it. it would, yeah, um, that's, um, you, you know, know what, I, I'd actually, I was leading towards a pilot suicide, mm. but and maybe the pilot is trying to fight against you know that's what I mean that's yeah. why there is a controlled landing yeah. because it does run out of fuel yeah. he, he manages I'd imagine you could manually mm. um, operate the, the flaps and stuff yeah. like that the hydraulic system yes. you'd be so, able to manually yes. operate so let's that. say the hijackers are still in control but it's run out of fuel yeah so they don't have any control now because it's just gliding down and he's desperately like well shit I've got control back like, let's try and make the best of this because I think we did touch on it earlier I was told, I was told personally, I saw in a video that uh, a pilot sort of expert was saying that if you, if the sea was calm enough 
and he landed this plane correctly, he could have hit the water in one piece. The fuselage, yeah. at least, could have stayed fairly intact, yeah. but it would have very, very quickly started to fill with water and sink right to the I bottom. I heard that it wouldn't. Oh, did it? Oh. Yeah, there was a on that 60 Minutes Australia, they, mm. they did a simulator, mm. and then the simulator, and watch crash into the ocean, and, and the guy says, oh, I, I assume we'll sink pretty quickly. He says, actually, it might take quite longer than you think, but it would probably eventually sink. It was, well, it's definitely going to go down, but, yeah. hours but hours right. in the middle of the ocean. Sort of seconds or minutes. Yeah, yeah. okay. But All right, I've got a theory okay. on this whole thing. I want to incorporate a couple of theories okay. into this, right? The pilot simulator, I think the pilot either possibly wanted, we go back to the wanting to create a mystery mm. or wanting to be, make his name. Mm. So it's either A, he wants to become famous and he knows about this hacking thing and he's confident he can bring that plane down un under no power. It makes himself a hero and yeah. the hackers prove it. So he's in cahoots with them. Or someone somewhere has a lot of dirt on him hmm. and this is going to happen. Hmm. All right? So I think the simulations on his home system, his home simulator, hmm. he knew what was going to happen. He planned it all. It was, or he'd been told what to do. Maybe he'd been paid off by some rogue nation, North Korea, like that computer hacking. Mm -hmm. They've paid him a few billion dollars. We're going to take your plane off course. We're confident, you know, you, when it runs out of fuel, we're going to land it on the sea. You'll be a hero. You get the money off your fucking trying to the sunset. Yeah. Right? Maybe. It doesn't, it goes wrong. And he does manage to do it. It all goes to plan yeah. up to the point where no one finds the fucking plane because it's so off course. This is the trouble, isn't it? Wouldn't without, without finding anything, it's all speculation. speculation yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't so and, and do you think so if yeah, somebody yeah. achieved this hacking, though, wouldn't they want to claim it? Isn't it easier to hold that threat out, right? So if you mm. know you can do it, uh, and you issue a fucking thing to the UN saying, "Look, that plane was us. Yeah, and we can do that to any of your planes. Oh, yeah. Pay us this much every month, and it'd mm. be in the whatever tally it would be." Yeah. And we won't do it. You yeah. are holding the entire world hostage because it's a terrifying. And no one has to know as long as that money keeps coming in. Because yeah. that's a genuinely terrifying. Thought, yeah, there's some, I mean, someone is effectively controlling enough, world it's, commerce. It's scary um, enough. The physical hijacking. Do you think the Americans was, or, or the Chinese would allow that? Um, they'd be able to root them out and find them and neutralize them. Not if I mean, what? They'd send in the A team. Yeah, they would. <laughs> But don't, do you know what I'm saying? Like somebody physically hijacking a plane is scary enough. If somebody doesn't even need to be on the bastard thing to do it, that to me is utterly terrifying. It's a world end of the world scenario, isn't it? Sounds take, like a James Bond. Take, does, well, yeah. take control of a hundred planes and just crash them, just into crash them all instantly. Oh my like, government on eleven was that? What I mean, not, do not, I have your attention? You, you know, do I have your attention, governments of the yeah. world? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God, like, that's scary. Right, you me. say that, that the. Um, mm. Wouldn't they fight, wouldn't they and fire them? It's mm. online, it's digital. If they're that protected, that clued up. Mm. And, I mean, North Korea NSA, does love its hackers. The NSA and that uh, uh, literally listen to everything that's going on in the world. Mm. North Korea has got. Could they do it? Could they be basic? Could they be secretive enough? I mean, they don't even have an internet, it's an intranet. What if the mm. one connection they've got no, going I think, is, if anything, it would be some of that China. 
Yeah, man, China playing the good guy in a way, coming out and bollocking the Malaysians. But, but the plane was mostly full of Chinese. I think you'd have to be a state actor rather than a non-state well, actor. Who's got a problem with China? Everybody, wouldn't they? But who really has a problem with China? Well, in America. No, but I heard, I heard something very interesting the other day that I didn't know about, because I don't know anything, that uh, China bailed America out uh, after the, um, that crash, did, financial yeah. crash, so they must be friends. Secretly, they are certainly. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah, but you know as well as me, there's money to be made. Well, yeah. you'll deal with the enemies as much as you will. That's with very true. What if all this current escalation between America and North Korea is is, is all front, and it's because North Korea actually managed to hijack that plane? Possibly. It's a possibility. We're going to rabbit hole a bit right. there, but well, because we're going to finish off with some really delightful um, at the end uh, pilots' yeah. last words. So before we do the last words, shall we? come to a, a conclusion on what we all think happened here because I don't have a solid theory I'm leaning towards me personally pilots that's human what, involvement for me I, I think it was yeah. a pilot suicide yeah it's very either a pilot suicide or he was paid to do it mm. and you know this idea of wanting to create the world's greatest mystery well he it, he fucking did he fucking yeah. did because it's, it's. Fr I like mysteries, but I, I do also like answers. I like mysteries to be answered at the end, and, and there is something troubling about not knowing where the fuck a seven 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 full of people went to. But well, I think it, it just makes it highlights the fact that it's scary that something like that could just go missing. Mm. I mean, the ocean is that big that it could. Yeah, well, mind us, absolutely. Reminds us that we're it's not so. the ocean. I mean, there's, you're gonna find uh, it. I mean, yeah, I'm leaning towards pilot because, I mean, this the transponder being switched off, you know, the changes in course. The flap on. The flap activated. on being out, the simulator at home. And they talk about how he was such an experienced pilot and, and a respected pilot, but that doesn't mean... I mean, there's this th there was that thing going around Facebook fairly recently of the singer who killed himself. Pe basically, people posting pictures of... People who've committed suicide, like the day before they committed suicide, and right. they usually... Oh, was it the Lincoln Park thing? Yeah, but people Chester have... Yeah, Chester, but, what was his name? Chester Bainton. But people have started posting... The guy my cat's named after. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> people have started posting real-world examples of that as well, you know. This is my brother who killed himself. Here's a photo of him two days before, looking, for all intents and purposes, mm. like a very happy person. So my point is, somebody's state of mind cannot be... Doesn't no, matter that he's experienced. Gary Speed football. Oh yeah, yeah. Christ! I yeah. remember we watched him mm. on um, Football Focus the day before. Didn't yeah, 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 yeah. Just to say to listen, that's a famous ex-footballer who committed suicide. Welsh manager. Wales had been doing really well. Did they yeah. didn't really qualified. No, but they were doing well. Uh, they were doing really well. They looked mm. like they were qualifying for the World Cup first time in a long time. Yeah team was exciting it was yeah. a big good mix of all you know he had it all going for him and yeah on the morning he was on a uh, tv show live tv show yeah football focus football. on saturday so midday yeah, in the I uk think by the evening or the next morning he was dead there's yeah. chester for all the listeners yeah um coming in appropriately at the yeah so yeah his state we've got no idea what his state of mind could have been and um and like you said mike there's that footage of them walking through the metal detector but i mean how can you tell you can't take no, anything can't, from no. it. It's just, you know, 
And um, if he was acting that weirdly or strangely, I'd, I'd like to think say, someone wouldn't what, what step in. What I was trying to say is that they didn't have a bomb or, or a gun on them. Yeah, right. Because they went to the metal detectors. That's yeah. what I was, you can't tell uh, by the footage whether they were depressed or not. No, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <sighs> interdimensional travel? Yeah, I'd prefer that one if they're alive in another, if they just landed on an alternate Beijing, you know, in a different... Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd prefer yeah. that for them. Sucks for the family members who are never going to see them again, but at least they're not in a watery grave, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. Real, man. I believe they are in, in a watery grave, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. Um so what are you what what are you leaning towards, Ben? Um, I I really like the the hacking idea. Yeah, and that's fantastic. I, I love that. It's scary. Um, I I would. I like that idea. I like the hacking idea. Mm. I think maybe the egotism appeals to me. Like, mm. oh, that, that Sully did that. I'm gonna I'm gonna one one up him. Yeah. I'm gonna land um, it in the dark the, on the ocean. You know, maybe a mental problems and the egotism of a pilot. Mm. I'd probably lean more towards the suicide angle, mm. wanting to create this mystery, you know, because he'll be remembered for that, won't he? Yeah. If he's going to commit suicide, then why go down as this nutter? Why not go down as, yeah. you know, you'll, ne- you'll never know. Yeah, well, he's infamous now, isn't he? Yeah, that's He's infamous. It, but um, the only other theory I would maybe lean to is possibly the zombie plane one that yeah. something killed everyone on board yeah that's, that's another pilot. one of mine yeah um, I'd go for that something went wrong about the oxygen supply yeah. was for some reason cut because I should have wrote nothing it was, down nothing went off there is something that can happen on the plane where they, you can be carbon monoxide something can happen with the air where you'll die quite quickly but a good thing like you told us you told me this right on the Heaven's Gate uh, mm-hmm. episode that when dying that way uh, you do tend to feel a bit of euphoria yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they went down like, hey, we're gonna, the water's coming up real quick. I, I think we're gonna drown. Oh. That, that's why they, that's so, why they give you oxygen. Uh, no, it's not. That's so you can breathe. Isn't I it? thought it was because it, You take panic, huge, yeah. you, basically, you take, take oh. um, such huge really? panic gulps of oxygen. And too much oxygen is the brain at once will create feelings of euphoria. I honestly thought it was because the air in get, the. Get you effectively, yeah, oh yeah, that's one of the reasons so yeah. you can breathe, but because mm. you're panicking, you're uh, <laughs> uh, and then you get high because you're taking in someone's oxygen. You, you I'd much prefer it if a joint on a rope just dropped <laughs> down in front of me. If yeah. that's the idea, if yeah. we need to get high, like yeah. just going <laughs> and a lighter, <laughs> yeah, joint man. <laughs> We're going down, people. Are you the, are you being paid by lilt? <laughs> Are you trying to get us a little <laughs> advertising deal? Because that's twice you've referenced that old advert from the 90s. We are not affiliated with Lilt. The I did used to like Lilt. It's a tropical drink. Can you still get Lilt? Yeah, yeah. you can, yeah. I like Lilt. Uh, yeah. you've just, I haven't thought about Lilt in years, Mike. I know oh, buy Mike. a can tomorrow. <laughs> Mike's are available for advertising for the Lilt company. He'll even, he'll even black up. <laughs> And do his Jamaican accent. No, I believe it's owned by Coca Cola, so I wouldn't. Oh, uh, but they own all of them. Yeah. That's a very interesting. I don't know what it's called, but if you just Google which companies own which, there's a terrifying yeah. diagram, actually. There's, a, there's about five companies in the world, basically. There are about five so fucking companies. They own all the subsidiaries. Yeah. And they own everything. Like, you could chase it. Fuck. Scary. But, yeah. um, time yeah. episode for the time. Yes, one. it certainly is. Mm. So. So yeah, I think we've we've said what 
what we think of a M- wicked web you weave. Yes, of MH370. Um, in other words, and probably the pilot did it. Yeah, probably. But um, but feel free to draw your own conclusions and let us know. Yeah. We're always interested. Um, might not have been the funniest subject, but uh, it's. I think we've got a laugh. Yeah, we, we've managed to. Yeah, we've laughed at 239 <laughs> souls that perish. No one knows about them. Shut up, Mike. That's all for the Bunga Bunga Bar tonight. <laughs> Bring in the girls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, somebody uh, free put the reggae on. <laughs> no, no reggae. <laughs> free lilt at the bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would you like, would you, before we go, would you like yes. to hear some... Um, I'll read some terrifying me with some because I'm um, terrified of dying in an aeroplane. I'm I'm a fairly nervous. Yeah, I'll start with the, um, right, I've got some last words from um, pilots. Oh. Um, I'm going to start with um, July fifth, nineteen seventy, Air Canada, and it's so Canadian. Okay. Pete, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It could only be more Canadian if it was sorry, eh? Yeah. <laughs> go sorry. March 27th, uh, 1977, Pan Am slash KLM. I, I, this is quite a famous air crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he is. Look at him. God damn, that son of a bitch is coming. Get off. Oh. And that was, I believe that that was on a takeoff. One was coming in and they oh, built the runways no. mixed up. Oh. And one, oh, one was idea. taking off and one was coming in. They basically... The one who was coming in managed to pull up, kind of, but oh, still yeah, ended up scraping the top, the top yeah, of the plane. Yeah. I've read about this one, yeah. December 23rd, 1978, Alitalia. I assume that's an Italian airline. I'm guessing. Um, so he gave us wrong, wrong indications. We thought we were to the left. Boom. He gave us the wrong indication. Actually, they always speak really good English, don't they, regardless of the nationality pilots. Yeah, that is, they do, well... Apparently I think it's standard, French, everybody it's, speaks everybody English. Speaks English. So but understand. apparently the French think that French should be the standard language yeah. there. And occasionally French air traffic mm. controllers will speak in French to the pilots. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound very fucking helpful. No, it helpful. doesn't. But it's just, and there's, I think there's two official languages in the uh, UN, isn't there? English and French. Yes, so I think the French... And they always speak French. Do they? Yeah, Do they speak Esperanto? Esperanto. <laughs> well, they're, they're, that, they're like, when, you know, I mean, fair enough, French are probably whatever. They, they no, there they go, man. They refuse to speak yeah. English. Yeah. Sort your bread out, put it in a more a more loaf-shaped thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if our workers and the citizens are more like the French, we might, stink. Not, we might not get <laughs> we'll stink less you might not get shot on so much of the people above oh, oh that's Mike's, Mike's weekly government rant revolution <laughs> in the streets <laughs> <laughs> this Mike's weekly governmental rant has been brought to you by Queen of the Bull and the Poster of the Apocalypse <laughs> oh Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> I've got to get one political rant in a week. <laughs> I haven't talked about shagging anything this week. Uh, I would totally fuck that aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate reggae. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so, right. Um, December 28th, 1978, United Airlines. United 173, Mayday, where the engines are flaming out. We're going down. That's quite a tragic one. Uh-huh. And I'll follow that up with uh, November 28th, 1917, Air New Zealand, 1979, sorry, Air New Zealand. Actually, these conditions don't look very good at all, do they? <laughs> 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 
Oh, Do it with the accent as well. You know what, mate? Come to think of it, these conditions don't look too bloody great after all, do they? Um, January 13th, 1982, Air Florida. Larry, we're going down! Oh, Larry, no. I know it! Oh no, Larry knew it! Poor Larry! Um, June 8th, 1988, VASP, I don't know what that is. Uh, what? There's what? Some hills? <laughs> Is that the first blind pilot? The <laughs> <laughs> <Just> hills! <laughs> Flying by ear. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, February 8th, 1989, Independent Air. Can't keep this SOB thing straight up and down. <laughs> oh, that's all you want to hear, is it? That's the last words. Rec- oh. I can't um, keep this February 24th, 1989, United Airlines. What the hell was that? I don't know. Oh shit, oh, that's God. why you're dead. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I expect a little bit of a more informed response from my co pilot. Yeah. Thank it's you. as bad as a gazpacho suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, June 7th, 1989, Suriname Airways. That's it, I'm dead. Oh fuck. Oh. Selfish bastard, shouldn't it have been we're dead? Yeah. Um, Only think of themselves, these pilots. September 8th, 1994, USA. Hang on, what the hell is this? <laughs> the um, floor, mate. <laughs> uh, October 31st, 1994, American Eagle. Okay, mellow it out, mellow it out. Boom. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a tragic one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> August 21st, 1995, Atlantic Southeast Airlines. Amy, you. I love yeah, you. Yeah, I love you. Oh, man. Um, I'll lighten the mood. <laughs> December 20th, 1995, American Airlines. Uh, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> You're about this to ain't go. Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously an interdimensional slip. <laughs> that yeah. one. Where are we? Dimension X. Oh, look, it's Captain Burrito. <laughs> Hola, it's Captain Burrito from a Dimension X. I shoot Mr. Blobby in the head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mr. Blobby, I make a piñata out of you. So sorry for the racial um, yeah. overtones. But he is called Captain Burrito, in all well, fairness. I mean, yeah. Grand Cornies. <laughs> 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 I feel like we need to record a mariachi song about Captain Burrito. Uh, hang on, hang on. Because I quite like mariachi. I was just about to say, <laughs> reggae bad, mariachi music good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ben, oh, for a world I never psychologist. To perceive, I, never want, I never want to perceive your reality, mate. Uh, I was talking about mariachi bands. But I don't, there's no rhyme or reason to use that. Mariachi good, reggae. <laughs> the devil's music. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. No, I like the really sad matches. No, 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 no. The band from Just So Dawn. They're mariachi, technically. They're a Mexican band. <laughs> la 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 bamba. That's not mariachi. It's Mexican, though. <laughs> um, okay. All right. August 29th, 1996. Oh, man. Vinokovo Airlines. Nova. Top one. Vinokovo. Yeah. Russian or yeah. something. Mountains! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, I never thought that people's last words would be so amusing. <laughs> um, July 4th, 2001, <coughs> Vlad- Vladivostokava, Bakalia. That's all, guys. Fuck! <laughs> that, that's awful. That's awful. I'll end on uh, April 10th, Polish 2010, Polish Air Force. Fuck! <laughs> Which is probably my, my last words, in all fairness. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, dear listener, take care if you're on the airplanes. Yeah, um, that's been MH370. I hope we didn't uh, dishonor the memory of anyone involved in that. It was. Uh, to be honest, there's no Chinese relatives listening to this. Probably not. Uh, and if you, but if you have, if you've Googled MH370 and this podcast has come up, sorry. We can't end on racism. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, I'll oh, say um, no. I'm in Ben and I'll say uh, good night and stay classy uh, I've been Gaz I will say free Biff Tannen and goodbye I've been Mike peace out splendid <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>